0: Hello folks, Luke here. We're going to get the episode underway in just a moment, but before we do, I am obligated to inform you slash remind you that Mom Can't Cook has launched a series of bonus episodes exclusively for members. It's called Mom Can't Cook Extra Helpings, and it is Andy and I recapping the Disney Channel original TV show so weird, and we're doing that on the off weeks. So on the weeks where you don't have a full decom episode like the one you're about to listen to now, You can now get some extra mom can't cook goodness in your life weekly by going to patreon.com slash extra helpings. There's all the information you could need at that URL, so I will just briefly say that it has been so awesome since it launched last week, seeing so many of you getting on board and joining and getting some really nice feedback about the first episode of (laughs) us recapping so weird. I'm so pleased. That you're all enjoying it as much as Andy and I did so yeah that's been terrific thank you so much all right that's enough now Luke no one wants to hear you talk about Patreon they want to hear you talk about the Lawrence Brothers surviving on a desert island and you are not going to deny them that Luke so stop talking now and cue up the theme music here it comes
1: I'm a fish boy who skates for team ex plays with a leprechaun who plays basketball come to my smart house goodbye. Sister, don't come hungry, Because
0: I'll bet my mom can't cook. Hello and welcome to "Mom Can't Cook, a DCOM podcast I'm one of your hosts, Luke Westaway, And I'm the other of your hosts, Andy Lawrence I mean, enough. Yeah, wait, hang on, a fourth Lawrence A second Andy Lawrence <laughs> In a meaningful way, we're all Lawrence brothers today, aren't we, Andy? Yeah, today Aren't
1: we Andrew Lawrence? we all... At Luke Lawrence, I agree with your statement. Yes. We are all Lawrence brothers because we're talking about Jumping Ship. Jumping Ship. Jumping Ship is the 2001 canonical sequel to the 1999 <laughs> film Horse Sense. Now, if you've listened to our podcast about Horse Sense, you'll remember that that was a, a tale of michael a spoiled rich city boy who cared not for the simple pleasures of being trampled to death by a thousand horses yep uh he he only cared about money yes, and status he did and fancy things but
0: through the course of the movie he learned to appreciate the simple down-home country life of you know being on a ranch yeah. he had a meaningful character arc and he he ended the movie in a very different place to where he started it wouldn't you say andy
1: Absolutely. He learned that uh, Hollywood is full of shills and phonies and idiots. Yeah. And the the only real people in America are those who work on ranches.
0: Yes, exactly. So
1: that's the only horse
0: sense recap you need. And actually, if you listen to that recap, you're actually less well prepared for Jumping Ship because Jumping Ship gleefully bins off all that character development. I mean, we're going to get more into it, but like... It starts off with basically everyone's characters reset to zero, which is what makes it so odd that it is a canonical sequel because it's nothing to do with horses and yeah. it's not even really got the same characters in it.
1: You don't even see one horse. No. Well, There's, there could be a scene when a horse, you know, kicks its way out of the below decks on the ship and starts <laughs> Running and <kicking> everyone.
0: <laughs> running amok on the deck. Killing indiscriminately.
1: Yeah. Well, let's listen to the trailer that the Disney Channel put out in 2001. Um, and see if it mentions horses or indeed anything from the first film next disney channel
0: presents the sequel to horse sense Their vacation is over. About to be hit by
1: pirates. Now all they want out of their trip is to survive it. See that island over there? They're getting off. Andy, Matt and Joey Lawrence star in Disney Channel's original movie. We're going to search every single one of these islands. And feed him to the sharks. We are getting off this island.
0: Jumping Ship. Coming up next on Disney Channel.
1: I don't feel any better informed, Andy. Well... Nor do I, because the prequel may as well not exist. They sort of make a few kind of fleeting references to it. But you and I actually watched these films out of order. We watched Jumping Ship first. Yeah. And at no point were we like, oh, man, we're really missing some important backstory here. Yeah. It didn't even occur to us that this might be a sequel. There
0: are there are lines in it that you're like, that's weird. How am I supposed to know that? But it is a decom. So it, yeah. it's full anyway of lines where you're like, I don't understand what's going on. How am I supposed to know this about this character? Yeah. So it really just sort of, you know, all it comes out in the wash.
1: I take I take it back that there are no horses in this film because the film does actually open we have kind of twinkling piano music and a galloping horse and a young Andy Lawrence is riding his proud stallion towards the screen Ah yes, a direct sequel to Horse Sense, the audience are thinking to themselves, <laughs> the fools!
0: <laughs> so hang on, hang on, before we kick off, I want to do a naming conventions thing. You want
1: to call them Big Lawrence, Middle Lawrence and Little Lawrence? Well,
0: when we were doing the Horse Sense episode, we called them Big Lawrence and Little Lawrence, and that sort of rolled yeah. off the tongue, but I think Big Lawrence, Little Lawrence, Middle Lawrence feels like a medium, bit of a mouthful. Medium Lawrence. We could do like Tall Grante Vendi. <laughs> or <laughs> Venti Lawrence. Vendi Lawrence.
1: I think it's just smaller. I
0: think maybe we should
1: call them by their character names for this one. But I don't know their character names, Luke. Don't you? Michael No they're 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 Andy Lawrence and Matthew Lawrence and Joey Well Lawrence. here's
0: the thing like you you you're a lot better at following the Lawrence brothers than than I am. I have a real hard time remembering which one is which.
1: I think I I think I like the Lawrence brothers a normal amount. I don't know what you're insinuating. So I
0: actually came up with a sort of little memory cheat remembering which Lawrence is which. So Matthew M is the middle of the alphabet.
1: If the hairline be receding, it's Joey that you're seeing. <laughs>
0: That kind of thing. <laughs> well, actually, my memory for Joey is Joey from Friends is old now.
1: So is everyone from Friends. Yeah, but so is Matthew Perry. So Matthew Lawrence. <sighs> no, no, no. Is Matthew
0: old. M is the middle of the alphabet, and Andrew is a small brother. So you got it.
1: Okay. Okay. Right.
0: So this movie came out a year after Castaway. And it's not hard to see (laughs) why they make the thinking process, the thought process, because they saw that thoughtful meditation on survival and the indomitable nature of the human spirit featuring Tom Hanks and thought, Mm -hmm. maybe we can hit the same highs, but, but without spending any money.
1: Mm. And also what if Joey Lawrence? Yeah.
0: What if we had all three Lawrences on screen at the same time? Yeah. The most Lawrence's ever seen on screen at the same time. There's a couple other things I want to mention before we do get into the plot, and I, I don't want to keep, hold us up because I, I'm keen to get into it. But why did I think that someone fires a rocket-propelled
1: grenade in this film? I also thought. Right. That. Okay. Why did we think that? Is there? There must be another decom where someone goes to a jungle and fires a rocket-propelled I grenade. I mean, it
0: doesn't sound likely. We both thought that. I think we've said it on the podcast that you know someone's going to fire an RPG.
1: Unless there was a scene that they cut because it was too frightening. Maybe
0: they've cut it since we watched it. Maybe we... They can't Well, maybe they've edited. You know, we watched it a couple of years ago in 2020 when the world was a very different place, you have to admit. Mm. And then it was fine to show Andrew Lawrence loading a rocket propelled grenade and firing it straight into a giraffe, let's say, and sort of (laughs) just exploding it. The other thing I want to mention about this film is the music. Just great. It has a constant musical refrain that goes almost all the time and is is basically <laughs> ruining my life with how incessant <laughs> and annoying it is. It's like... <laughs> <makes noise>
1: yeah, it's also the film is set in Australia and it's, a, it's a, a constant reggae soundtrack for some reason. It
0: is the least convincing Australia you've ever seen. Okay, right, Let's let's kick into it. So yeah, as you said, Andy... We open on a scene familiar to all of the Horse Sense fans out there. Little Tommy confidently yep. riding his horse across the open plains, just relishing the land trust upon which he rides.
1: Relishing the land that he no longer owns, but still has to ride a horse around Thanks on. to his cool cousin. The titles come up and say, starring Joseph Lawrence. All right, Joe. <laughs> Calm
0: down. There must have been an era where Joey was like, I'm going to be Joe. Must be taken I'm going to be Joseph. It's time to be taken seriously. It's time to be taken seriously. I'm Joseph. It's Lawrence, time to be taken seriously in this film, where I spend a lot of it running away from an emu.
1: <laughs> this <laughs> is this is the one. This is the one that'll get me on the stage at the Globe. So, little Lawrence, yeah. Andy mm-hmm. Lawrence, Tommy yeah. Lawrence, whatever we're calling him, uh, he's he's grown up a bit. It's been a couple of years since the last one, so he's not as little as he was. He's a bit bigger. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's not medium Lawrence because that's Matthew Lawrence, but he is larger than small Lawrence. Yeah. So he's like Cortado. Yes. If we're sticking with the coffee. Yes, yes. Uh, Big Lawrence, Joey, he's on the phone to his aunt um, uh, and he's talking about how good it feels to grow your own stuff. He's sort of touching some wheat. You've got a little farmer in you, says (laughs) his aunt Jules, which briefly sparks a new DCOM idea in my head. (laughs) But it turns out it's just a metaphor. She's just saying he's quite good at farming.
0: Yes. um, But oh, no. It's a funny fake out because even though Michael did leave horse sense, totally seeming like he would be the kind of person who would grow his own crops now, it's a fake out and he's on his coastal elite... Cellular telephone. Cellular telephone. He's watching a gardener plant crops in his garden and he says, so hard to find good help these days. So clearly he's was either faking so it when nothing. he'd learned something from horse sense or has deliberately purged all that down-home yeah. knowledge from his brain.
1: Well, he has forced his servant to... Plant a sort of hilariously small patch of wheat yeah. in his Why garden. Why would you plant crops
0: in your garden? Like herbs, fruit, vegetables. But like, what are you going to do with like a square meter of wheat or corn or whatever it is?
1: It's like a sort of TikTok background, isn't it? It's like he can he can FaceTime his aunt <gasps> and be like, look at how down home yes. I am. Look at all the wheat I've yes, grown. Yes, but yes. it's like a one square foot of this wheat that he can stand in front of and pretend to be a down home This is what we man. had
0: to do before dynamic Zoom backgrounds. People forget. How quickly you forget. Yeah, you had to plant your own yeah. wheat. You had to grow your own wheat if you yeah. wanted to pretend to be a farmer. Um, Michael asks, Tommy, Big Lawrence asks, Little Lawrence, if he's still riding his horse. They're like talking on the on the phone now.
1: Yeah, he's. it, it becomes apparent in this conversation that uh, Tommy is packed and ready to go because Michael is taking him to Australia for some reason.
0: Yes. <laughs> they're going to a luxury resort in Australia.
1: Yeah. I mean, about as far as it's possible yeah. to go.
0: I mean, there are so many... Like, if you live in that part of America, if you live in LA, there are a lot of
1: places you... I mean, Mexico, maybe? Catalina Rhode Island? Yeah. Nice. yeah. Hawaii? Yeah. But no, they're going to Australia. And then, just to sort of wrap up the Andrew Lawrence yeah. scene, uh, the man gets out of the car and he walks up, and little Lawrence, he scowls at him and lowers his cowboy hat. So it's very clear yeah. that this man is not in the good graces of Tommy Horsens. Mm. Gives him some evil
0: side 100%. eye. Okay, so... Now we cut back to Michael Joey Big Lawrence. <laughs> Should we just call him Michael yep. Joey Big Lawrence?
1: Michael Joseph. <laughs> Michael Lawrence Joseph, III. the big Big Lawrence, announces that he's gone on the internet and decided to charter a private yacht to take them deep sea fishing for two days, and then onwards to the resort. Yep. At the bottom of the screen, the title says Executive Producer Joey Lawrence. <laughs> Which is it, Joey? <laughs> he's known. He's known for acting under the name Joey Lawrence, yes. but he's changed his acting name to Joseph Lawrence. And then his producer name, where you'd think you'd need to have a bit more gravitas and clout, is put Joey Lawrence.
0: Maybe, maybe his mum did the titling and only his mother calls him Joseph.
1: And then he was like, don't do that, mum. And she's yeah. doing them live. So he's like, next credit, call me Joey. Yeah. Okay. And so she yeah. did. She's got a little stenographer machine off screen and she's yeah. doing the titles live. Yeah. So um,
0: Michael has been on the internet. Remember that this was in the days when you wouldn't book every holiday on the internet. And actually, if you booked a holiday over the phone, that would seem a lot sketchier and weirder. We're supposed to believe that this internet holiday is going to be pretty sketchy. And of course, it will prove to be so. So now Michael, Big Joey Lawrence's dad, who is now played by a different actor, comes poolside to talk to Michael. He's complaining that the Australia trip is coming in at $4,000 more than expected. And Michael, who is sort of floating in the pool, looking indolent, explains that this is because he's picking up the tab for Roxanne, a girl he knows who's in Hawaii. His dad is a a little put out by this, as you would be if you just found out that a holiday you were paying for is going to cost $4,000 more than you expected.
1: He says that Hawaii is practically next door to Australia. So he invited her down on his tab, Well, his dad uh, gives him a lecture about success being preparation meets opportunity. He's spending money he doesn't have and not using his law degree to become an attorney. Yes. And then he says, "Joey, Big Lawrence Joseph, you'll have a job by the end of the summer. End of." Yeah. And he he says that if he doesn't have a job, then there's a
0: a, a threat. Being leveled at him He's going to have to come And work yeah. with his dad As a
1: file clerk Yeah Find a job Or I'll give you A lucrative career Working for me <laughs> and Joey Lawrence is like no, no No It's not a punishment Michael It's a job Who knows You might like it Okay so back on the Down home Montana yes. ranch Andy Lawrence Little Lawrence Is sulkily being a dick To the hat man Who has got him a present Yep yeah. He said, set it down over there. And the man walks off Uh, and little Lawrence goes to see his mom. And he's like, mom, this asshole, I know what he's up to. Pitching in with the hay, fixing the fence, offering to drive you into town. He's a snake and he can't be trusted. (laughs)
0: This is this is mom's new uh, squeeze.
1: whose name is Mark. She's like, I like Mark. And uh, little Lawrence. I like Mark. He does nice things. Yeah. He's like, I don't want another dad. So just can you just do one thing for me and please?" (laughs) please, I don't ask much, mom. Just do me this one thing, this one favour. Do
0: my laundry, raise me, give me the best years of your life and then die alone. Is that so much to ask? I don't think I'm asking a lot, Mum. So Mum says nobody's trying to replace your dad, Tommy. I'm lonely but Tommy doesn't want to hear it So he leaves yeah, he and leaves crucially depressing. he forgets uh, all Or yeah. leaves on purpose This package that Mark had sort of dropped next to him
1: So cut, we cut to Tropical reggae music is playing Oh my God. And we cut to the reggae we, capital of the world can we just,
0: Sydney Australia Can we just hear a little bit of the music It's it, Just because like I had to listen to it It's stuck in my head all the time I'm going to make it my phone ring time I'm going to lean into it I'm going to fill my life okay.
1: with this music so a limo pulls up. A girl is sitting in a coffee shop uh, watching this happen. And then out of the limo step Joey Lawrence and Andy Lawrence, who are dressed in matching blue suits with purple Hawaiian shirts underneath. They look like they're a magic act. <laughs> they're Kind of like a reverse clown car. They're going to have a big limo.
0: Like, wow, you'd expect there to be more people in there.
1: They, on, they look like two. they're about to have an albino tiger jump through yeah. a hoop. Honestly. You... Uh, the girl watches them as the limo is unloaded limo driver takes a picture of them and then she walks over bangs into joey lawrence and steals his wallet and she sees that it's full of cash mm.
0: i thought watching this that this is the fakest looking australia ever but actually it was filmed in australia on the gold coast yeah
1: australia doesn't look like australia on yeah the you have to
0: use new zealand Yeah, you have to use yeah, two new zealand so. stuck together
1: so the, the Lawrence brothers, Joey is unaware he's been robbed. They walk along the dock towards uh, the ship with their luggage. The boat is called the Tiffany, apparently the one they're looking for. Uh, they walk onto an extremely fancy yacht. The champagne is on ice. A platter of artisanal meats and cheeses yeah. lays before them. You always get what you deserve out of life, says Joey Lawrence. Yeah.
0: So this is like Michael Big Joey Lawrence strolling onto the first and biggest boat he sees without stopping to check the name.
1: Yeah, and it's the name is usually fairly prominent on these yeah. boats. Yeah.
0: And if you, he does say, we're looking for a boat called the Tiffany. Anyway, here's, here's a boat. It's probably that one. All aboard.
1: Ah, oh, great. Someone's laid out a platter of artisanal meats and cheeses. Better start eating it.
0: <laughs> so it's, yeah, it's like this extremely opulent yacht with this huge buffet. And he just starts gorging himself. A stuffy captain <laughs> kind of comes out. In a crisp white yeah, uniform. Probably well within, I don't exactly know where maritime law stands on this, but probably well within his rights to kill them. To kill them both
1: with a harpoon gun. Yeah, Just one bolt straight through the two brothers. Joey Lawrence would bite down hard on a sort of oxygen tank with his powerful jaws. And then you shoot that with a gun and it would explode. <laughs> it looks so
0: fake. You can see it's a plastic Joey Lawrence.
1: Yeah, well, Joey Lawrence doesn't look like Joey Lawrence on you?
0: <laughs> you have to use two Andrews. <laughs> so, yeah, so they've gone onto the wrong boat and are sort of smugly... Well, Michael, the big, big brother, uh, is, is sort of smugly yeah. acting as if uh, as if he owns the place... And they get sort of booted off by the the ship's captain.
1: It's a private yacht, not a charter. The Tiffany is over there, says the man, looking distressed.
0: So they stroll down the jetty and there's basically like a a series of decreasingly fancy boats that they walk past. It's a weird marina where they sort of make all the boats line up in order of opulence. (laughs) But (laughs) Yeah. yeah, he's kind of walking down. Now they're looking for the Tiffany. The woman in the dress who stole Joey, big Michael Lawrence's wallet, is kind of following them at a distance. And she throws the wallet up to a man who's, who's kind of looking out over another boat. Um, this man is called Frakes. And then a second man emerges from the boat and they look at the wallet yeah. and they sort of go through it a bit and they find cards here. What's this? Platinum cards. And they, ooh, it seems like they're, they're hatching some sort of a plan. What's up? Our next project
1: so the lawrences arrive at the tiffany finally it's cluttered and run down there's a sort of clanking from below decks and then up pokes the head of middle lawrence matthew lawrence that's right there's three of them hey in this film he's jake hunter captain of the tiffany and he's an american yeah if this boat was a horse we'd shoot it says joey which is got to be distressing to both matthew (laughs) and andrew (laughs) is this the tiffany yeah this is her
0: please tell me there's more than one
1: no! No, this is her. Wanna know me? Alright, I'd like to talk to the captain of the boat, please. That would be me. Jay Cunner's the name. You're the captain of this heap? <laughs> well, she might need a new coat of paint, but she's as solid as the first day she was put on the sea. And who did that? Noah? Come on, Michael. No, no, Tommy, if this was a horse, we'd shoot it to put it out of its misery. There's no way we're getting on this boat. I want my money back. Uh, you have a non-refundable deposit, sir. I'm sure that's something my attorney can work out.
0: Come on, Tommy, we're
1: out of here. What a scam. Well, um, good luck. finding anything else, Mr. Woods, the charters, they fill up kind of fast around here.
0: And then there is one of those comedy smash cuts to them on the boat, having not found anything better. Yeah, Matthew Lawrence gives them a tour.
1: It's very bare bones. The boat leaves and Joey Lawrence is on his wireless headset fishing for executive level jobs on the boat matthew lawrence asks him for the balance of the payment on the on the cruise and joey lawrence quibbles over it then he looks for his wallet and it's gone he realizes what has happened he tells matthew lawrence that he's good for the money it's being transferred to the island and the whole time throughout this entire sequence no one mentions how this unrelated boat captain has like the exact same
0: (laughs) (laughs) well you know what the filmmakers could have done more to make that less obvious because the note that i have on this scene is that Matthew Lawrence and Joey Lawrence spend it with their faces very close together, really uncomfortably close? Uh-huh. They're sort of sort of breathily breathing into each other's eyes as they argue over as yeah, they argue and back break. and forth over the money and like this missing wallet.
1: It's really breathy. But also, they are very obviously related, and it's no one ever. Well, then
0: it. don't put their faces. It's like they framed up this shot as if to ask the audience, "Hey,
1: compare these faces." Yeah, I wonder if these guys are related. M- m- wink. wink. Yeah. But the thing the thing is as well that Matthew Lawrence is playing like a grizzled boat captain and he's about 20. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He's Jake. So they could have given him like an eye patch or a fake beard or something. A, a hook for a hand. A hook for a hand and a peg leg and a, and, a parrot, and a parrot and like scurvy so all his teeth are falling out of his spongy guns. Well that
0: would have been confusing because there are going to be pirates in this film. So he he's not a pirate he's a noble ship's captain he's a noble fisherman. Right yeah. right right. His boat it. honestly I don't think it looks that bad. It's a no. perfectly acceptable also yeah. he, they're going like deep sea fishing that's the plan right which you wouldn't yeah. you would expect the boat to be a fishing boat and not a luxury yacht yeah. because it's going to it's going to get a lot of yacht with p- yeah, It's going to get a lot of like marlin guts on it and stuff so
1: yeah you've got to like you've got to shiv all the fish as they come in yeah off the sea. i
0: don't know why he wants to go deep sea fishing i don't know why he thinks this is going to be something that he would enjoy it seems like totally the opposite of what his character's personality would be into
1: yeah but i mean he, he's also like just constantly doing work calls trying to get jobs yes and well that's what he's doing time, in so. the in the next season. he probably thinks night. that andy lawrence would like it because he's you know he's into Outdoorsy pursuits, isn't he? Because he's down home. Yeah, so country, he's probably boy.
0: trying to—he's trying to do a nice thing, be a good cousin. So uh, he calls his dad and says, um, uh, "Cancel, cancel the cards. Wire the money we need to pay for this sort of fishing trip to Paradise Island, which is where they're headed." Uh, it sounds fake to me. I yep. looked it up. Paradise Island is a real island, but it's in the Bahamas, um, not Australia. Oh, okay, so,
1: fair enough. He gives uh, Matthew Lawrence his watch as collateral yes. for the money that he owes as well. So they're out to sea boat's got an autopilot so Matthew Lawrence isn't steering. He's just yeah this
0: is hand. said like it's going to be important later. It's like who wait who's steering the boat? Oh it has an autopilot says Jake.
1: It has an autopilot.
0: And then <laughs> the music starts again.
1: <laughs> it's
0: a really short loop. It's <laughs> It's really, yeah, it's like they obviously watched this film and thought this is supposed to be a riotous comedy and it actually turned out not so funny. So we'll get it. They had to add some funny music. Yeah, we'll get it with some sort of comedy music, but we, but I don't want to spend a lot of money. I don't want to pay for two bits of comedy music, so.
1: If you go over 10 seconds, <laughs> it's, it's no longer fair use. We have to pay you for think it. they <laughs> yeah, Disney doesn't want to pay for this song. <laughs> you're
0: legally allowed to use 10 seconds, even if you're Disney, you know. Infinite, that, yeah ah, the, if
1: it, if it's the same 10 seconds for yeah. an hour that's the beautiful
0: count. thing about the law it applies equally to great and small yeah and that means that disney can use 10 seconds of licensed music without incurring yeah, maritime, yeah, maritime. law
1: <laughs> it's all illegal out at sea
0: so they decide that they're going to fish michael big joey lawrence emerges from the hold dressed he's dressed as crocodile dundee
1: okay i was i was, I was wondering what you're gonna say he comes out dressed like i've got uh, comes out dressed like an alligator wrestler okay right well he comes out dressed
0: it, it's a crocodile dundee costume basically yeah but jake for some reason says who are you the crocodile hunter and the crocodile hunter is steve irwin who has a very iconic look and this isn't it yeah it's like safari yeah, shorts St- and... yeah steve irwin's dressed like a zookeeper so i think they just got yeah. it wrong i think when he says who are you the crocodile hunter i think they
1: meant to say who are you crocodile dundee I'm sure that's what it said in the original script. And then people were like, I don't know if kids today in 2001 are going to remember Crocodile Dundee. Oh, yeah. So let's let's there. make it a, a modern reference, like the Crocodile Hunter.
0: Should we change the outfit so that
1: that matches what he's saying? Well, we've already we, we've already got the outfit and we only got it for 10 minutes because that's how long it's fair useful.
0: Hang on a second. Let me uh, phone the producer, see if we're OK to spend on an extra. I like yeah. ding, ding. Joey Lawrence picks up his own phone. He's
1: shaking his head. That's right. Is that Joseph Lawrence, the actor? that <laughs> Joseph
0: do you think Joey Lawrence conducts phone calls with himself in his producer guise, but with a more serious voice? Yeah,
1: with like a sweater wrapped around his shoulders and a pair of sunglasses. Hey,
0: Joseph, yeah. how's it going on set? I'm like, oh, I can't work under these conditions, Joey.
1: But he can only wear this costume for 10 minutes before it stops being yeah. fair use. Yeah. So they have to have to get through this, this scene pretty quickly. Um,
0: yeah. Steve Irwin's lawyers are poised. They're hovering. They're hovering. They're hovering, yeah. Like the vultures they are.
1: There's a sort of fishing scene where um, Michael's trying to talk on the phone. Uh, he gets a bite and the, the fish is one of those super large, violent fishes that pull you into the sea. Yeah. So his um, his cell phone headset
0: gets caught in the reel, which sounds pretty serious. Yeah. And, and he sort of it, it kind of thrashes around in agony and this sort of slams into the floor of the deck.
1: However long you think this scene goes on for. Yeah. L- longer. Longer, yeah. Longer, longer than that.
0: Yeah, his ear is being torn off by the thrashing power of a wounded Barramundi or some other <laughs> yeah. Australian fish. So then Jake pops up and is like, Hey, fellas, it looks like you're having a lot of madcap fun here. And the music certainly suggests that this you're having a great time. <laughs> the
1: music certainly suggests this is a great time that everyone's yeah. enjoying.
0: But reel it in, folks, because we're hitting cross currents and the- yeah there's going to be swells. The water's about to get a bit choppy. So, Michael. Because I mean, you know, my sides are already splitting open.
1: Oh, I'm busting the gut over here.
0: (laughs) Wouldn't you know it? They they stack the laughs even higher because then Michael Big Joey Lawrence becomes immediately incapacitated with comic seasickness.
1: Yeah, that's right. The music from this point on is uh, just a musical saw. I don't know if that's better.
0: (laughs) It's uh, it would be fine if like the the thing is that the music, the sort of like reggae, is already (laughs) Uh when I watch the rest of the film, it's still playing in my mind. It's so catchy. It's like it gets yeah. louder and louder and louder in my head all the time. It's drowning out everything. So
1: yeah, Tommy is not affected by the uh, bucking of the waves because he's so used to riding those powerful yeah. mustangs. Probably they don't say that, but for some reason he isn't affected.
0: Yeah, well you know
1: he's he's got like he's got horse sense, hasn't he? Waves are the horses yeah. of the sea. That's why
0: they call waves those white horses. You know <laughs> those
1: <laughs> those proud
0: mustangs <laughs> of the ocean. Yeah, riding yeah. a wave is just like riding a. It's just like breaking a filly. Exactly.
1: Little Lawrence goes inside looking for bandages. He's got a busted open blister on his hand. Matthew Lawrence sees his hands and is like, wow, you seem like a real working American. And he's like, yeah, oh yeah, it happened on my ranch. And Matthew Lawrence is like, oh, you own a ranch? And then Little Lawrence is like, well, actually, it's complicated. Have you ever heard of land trust?
0: <laughs> well, actually, Michael, who's being sick over the side, made us give up the farm. And now it's all sort of tied up in land yeah. trust that we don't own. Yeah. Now it's yeah. sort of
1: owned by the state. And uh, yeah, we have nothing. So
0: Jake uh, kind of comes into this conversation with a bit of a chip on his shoulder uh, when he finds out that... Well,
1: that's because he doesn't realize that uh, Little Lawrence is actually a salt of the earth real American. Whoa. What the heck happen to your hands?
0: Nothing. They just get kind of beat up on the ranch. Uh, the ranch. I get it now. You own your own ranch, I suppose? No, not really. Not anymore. Couldn't afford it, so we just run it now. So Jake's had his preconceptions challenged. Maybe Jake is also going on a personal learning journey.
1: That's right. So in the next scene, Jake is showing Andrew Lawrence his sextant. <laughs> I don't see what's funny about that.
0: He takes him onto the prow of the ship to show him his sextant.
1: Nothing, but that's what happens. It's normal. Check out this cool sextant, he says. Him and his dad were treasure hunters, it turns out. Uh, He found the sextant by a wreck. They found a sunken Spanish galleon here in Australia. (laughs)
0: Look, maps weren't very good in those days. It was very easy to get off course, quite severely off course.
1: Yeah, Uh, then they found a gold pirate coin here in the the (laughs) pirate-filled waters of Australia. I mean so he found the gold coins tucked between some coral. I don't His dad plucked it out and there were seven more underneath. There must have
0: been tax reasons why this film was made in Australia and kind of goes all in on Australia because like none of the actual plot is naturally at home in Australia. In many more ways that we will see later, no. but this is this is definitely one of them. It's like it's kind of made out to be this sort of yeah, the, the pirate-filled waters.
1: It really feels like it was sort of written for the Caribbean.
0: For the Car- well, that
1: that's yeah. I mean, you know, Paradise Island yeah. would be closer. So Matthew Lawrence is talking about him and his dad finding these pirate coins. Where's your dad now? Says Andrew Lawrence. He's around, says Matthew Lawrence. Wish mine was, says little Lawrence. Damn, these guys are really bonding. They are
0: really bonding. I felt like, I don't want to sound unfeeling, but I felt like we sort of parked Tommy's my dad is dead trauma in horse sense.
1: Yeah, he came to terms with it.
0: Yeah, that's what he was upset and very angry about in horse sense. And now yeah. he's he's angry about it again, and I have a bit less patience for it this time because
1: I have sort of seen him go through that. This film makes a lot more sense if you imagine that at the end of Horse Sense, after the credits rolled, a, a mad horse ran in and kicked <laughs> everyone in the head, he kicks everyone hard in the head, so they lose their memory <laughs> and they forgot everything. They that forget happened. everything except
0: land trusts. Yeah, that remains. Yeah.
1: Well, that was the last thing they remember before the,
0: hoof, well, the horse. Well, there would have been contracts signed, so they would have written it down. Yeah. And then they'd have been kicked in the head.
1: By a mad horse.
0: W- woken up and been like, whoa, whoa, where am I? Where? Are, what's this? What's on this paper? It'll tell me everything yeah. I need to know. Land trust. Got it.
1: Oh, oh I haven't <laughs> grown or anything. Good. Brilliant. So angry to.
0: about my dad.
1: Glad yeah. I'm the same as I was. In
0: the kind of uh, thick of this, we, we've also seen a little bit of Captain Jake. Mm hmm. Um, like talking on the radio to to the land, so he is in contact in radio contact like with the land yeah. he's speaking to a a man on the other end of the radio called Butch, so you just need to know that like it is possible to talk to the land from this ship,
1: yeah, we get a brief uh bit of the pirates um they found out that Michael's credit limit is unlimited. Their plan is to pick up Michael, get a ransom for him, and then feed him to sharks. <laughs> <laughs> you won't when you. So when they say feed him to sharks, yeah. If you killed someone on
0: a boat mm-hmm. like a, as a pirate and threw the body in the water, there's a good chance that body will be discovered, yeah, because it will float and bob around and you know wash up on a mm-hmm. beach or something. So you you would feed it to the sharks so that, that doesn't happen. But you would have to go where sharks are, and you don't know where sharks are because they famously can swim around. Yeah. So this br- very breezy plan: pick him up, get a ransom. Feed him to the sharks.
1: Or maybe it's a euphemism for just like, he'll come to a horrible end.
0: Well, I mean, probably other pirates will be along to slice him up and walk the plank.
1: Yeah, or he'll be recruited to another pirate crew. These
0: three criminals, they are in fact like the the pirates. They've been running this credit card analysis on a laptop brilliantly. They have a boat. Uh, It's kind of like a speedboat. It doesn't look like a pirate ship, disappointingly at all. Yeah, it's a sort of smallish speedboat. The ambitions and... Plans of this pirate gang are going to become increasingly baffling. This is the point in the film where it actually makes the most sense. Yeah. Because they're like... They're going to ransom the rich boy. He's
1: got an unlimited credit card. Exactly.
0: So we get him, we get the ransom, and then we drive around until we find some sharks and feed him to them. So meanwhile, back on good guy ship, the SS Lawrence, Michael goes to ask Jake if he has any seasickness pills. And Jake says, no, I don't have any.
1: They're having a bit of a chat about the coins. Little Lawrence shows Michael... Uh, the coin he asks about pirates and Matthew Lawrence says oh sure they hit merchant ships and then they hide out on the islands and no one will follow because of the cannibals yeah so just sit with that for a moment yeah just let that sit with you for a moment yeah big Lawrence okay. is skeptical but middle Lawrence says they're they're still around yep. here in Australia
0: we find out what they did with the gold pieces what Captain Jake and his dad did with the gold pieces um because the oh he says they invested he says they invested them so, but he still has one. He still has one of these gold pieces, and he does a cute ear trick with Tommy Lawrence, where he's like, where you know, like you were two to a two-year-old.
1: Yeah, two a two-year-old, even though he's about yeah, fifty.
0: But you know, Tommy Little Lawrence, he claps and shrieks delightedly because he's just, lo- <laughs> yeah, he's just loving this.
1: Yeah. In the next scene, he's like swinging on a rope off the boat, having a great time, shrieking with delight. Matthew Lawrence is is shirtlessly fishing. Yep. He's making fresh fish omelets and melted cheese for dinner. Whoa. Makes that makes it sound like two different dishes. Yeah. We're having fresh fish omelettes and melted cheese, a separate dish. I would eat both
0: of those, one after the other, but something about having them together feels gross to me.
1: Big Lawrence is covered in seasickness patches to try and quell his nausea. Little Lawrence brings him a soda to settle his stomach. This kind of reminds me of the ranch, he says, you know, being out at sea. It's basically the exact opposite of that. (laughs) Thanks for this, Michael, he says. You're welcome, says Joey Lawrence. I'm glad we could do it. Then
0: Michael phones up Roxanne. To say, I'm sorry, Roxanne, but meeting up isn't gonna work out because of course he yeah, is Because you're in Hawaii and we're in Australia. Yeah, and he's lost his wallet now. He's skint. So he can't he can't pay to get her out there. So you might wonder what was the point in introducing this Roxanne element to the plot. Yeah. Anyway. No no point. Because this really is the end of it. He says, Okay. Yeah, that's it.
1: Never hear from her again.
0: Don't come out to Australia and she doesn't. So yeah. <laughs> full stop. Well this is
1: the first step on his long journey towards personal growth that he already did in the first film. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Speaking of which, the next day he's on the phone trying to get jobs again. He moans about his job situation. Why are you looking now if you had all summer? asks Little Lawrence. And then Big Lawrence, who we remind you, went on a journey of personal growth in the previous yeah. film, realizes he's doing all the same stuff again, and he says that little Lawrence should hold his phone for him so he can't make any more phone calls on it. Mm. And then he goes off to find a camera to take a picture of them to remember the moment.
0: <laughs> but uh oh, while Michael is below decks getting the camera, the line gets a bite, and Tommy grabs at the pole. And the cell phone, oops, it falls into the sea. And he looks at it and goes, oh, no.
1: Yeah, the cell phone is lost. And then meanwhile, back on the pyro boat, they send out a sort of inflatable boat and they're wearing balaclavas. Yes. So they're going on a little expedition to try and get, get the yeah. Tiffany. You're
0: probably thinking that this film needs more violent kidnappings.
1: There's been none so
0: far. There's been, so far, there's been none. And yeah, so it needs yeah. some. So
1: yeah, buckle up. Yeah, this is like, it just kind of kicks into an action scene all of a sudden. So they're in the wheelhouse and Big Lawrence asks Middle Lawrence um, if he has any Pellegrino, which is, I mean, just a willfully jerkish thing. To I know. Do. It's Just say water. It's man. like, read
0: the room. Yeah. Like, like, I know he's a sort of like fancy LA guy, but like, he's not an idiot, is he? He's not stupid. Yeah, he's
1: like, oh, you you guys have your labels for everything. Pellegrino, says a disgusted Middle Lawrence. but. Before they can really get into this Pellegrino argument, (laughs) they're more concerned with the approaching Pyra boat. He gets on the throttle. Matthew Lawrence does. He starts speeding up. They're about to be hit by pirates. They're closing in. Island patrol won't answer. And then the sort of the blonde pirate jumps aboard. He's swinging on the pole. Matthew Lawrence climbs down the side and he does a big swing kick, knocking him into the ocean. This whole
0: scene is brilliant. So there's no acknowledgement on the emergency call. Um, Yeah, Jake, he's kind of like, he crawls ape-like along the side of the boat yeah and swings down excitedly, uh Tommy and Michael cheer as the pirate is booted back into the sea, presumably to drown, yeah, then Jake runs to the back of the boat, he's sort of staying low, he's like crouched he's you know he's like a video game protagonist, like yeah, in crouch mode. It seems as if his plan has changed from evade pirates to kill pirates because he <laughs> picks up this like he's like he's no longer a repelling borders he wants to sort of like yeah murder them
1: kill kill them with yeah a big he
0: picks up this gnarly looking like triple pronged jagged metal anchor and he swings it hard into the pirate dinghy and and ruptures it so that the pirate dinghy, this little sort of outboard thingy that they're that they're attacking the, the tiffany on starts to deflate so they basically have to have to bail on their kidnapping attempt frakes who's the sort of mastermind yeah if i can say that without laughing of the character phrase. <laughs> yeah he's, he kind of dispatched the other two goons yeah to like to, to make this attempt he stays on his boat and he's just like looking on and he's like oh man these these incompetent pirates have fouled up
1: the way this plays out is exactly like it would if joey lawrence had gone on a website called like exciting uh pirate boat experience like an immersive experience yeah like an immersive theater experience where you know it's like you go on a sort of pirate theme day on a boat in the bahamas or yes. something. and they're like oh no we're being boarded by pirates. yeah and it, but it happens
0: like just after lunch so it's like yeah we yeah, like getting
1: everyone's just sort of sitting around going oh yeah we're yeah.
0: gonna have lunch we're we'll tidy that away yeah and then there's like a, and the captain's like don't yeah. worry and then swings excitingly off of a off of a boom and yeah yeah and kicks a pirate into the sea
1: I'm still not sure at this point in the film that's not what's happening. But.
0: Yeah. I mean, it was a pretty poor attempt at boarding the ship and killing I mean, everyone. I'm going to say, these three pirates don't look like sort of... They don't look like pirates. They look like actors yeah. in an immersive experience.
1: I've seen Captain Phillips. None of them have got an AK-47. <laughs> that's I mean, an AK-47 would have made this a lot... A much yeah. shorter <laughs> Just film. Alongside a shark Matthew Lawrence <laughs> to death. And that's it. That's the whole game.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. So, basically... The, this film is is all about the relationship between these three brothers, although they are not brothers in the film, remember, but it's like it, it's the sort yeah. of evolving relationship between them. And while Captain Jake Middle Lawrence is doing all this exciting pirate kicking, the important thing to to realize is that Little Lawrence and Middle Lawrence are kind of developing this bond and they they're bonding yeah. over the fact that they both have sort of dad stuff going on and
1: they're both real salt of the earth yeah they're salt of the
0: earth working folk and michael big joey lawrence is becoming more and more alienated from the other two
1: yeah because everyone hates him because he's yeah because
0: yeah because he just won't stop puking and making phone calls and and demanding demanding pellegrino Pellegrino and then throwing it up again (laughs)
1: um so the pirates are defeated for now by matthew lawrence's big hook. but jake
0: says Um, these pirates will kill you for sure so we have to get off this boat at this island how were they
1: going to kill them? like he didn't have a gun or anything was he going to strangle all the these <laughs> these pirates pirates will strangle us'll str- like, it'll take a while it'll take a while but
0: they'll do it they're prepared to do it Yeah there I mean they're only two on the little dinghy they are you know yeah.
1: well the you know, only they... one of them goes over so he'd have to like methodically in turn strangle every Lawrence <laughs> <laughs> yet over the course of about half an hour <laughs> So yeah he
0: says these pirates will strangle you slowly for sure. So we have to get off this boat and we have to do it at this island. It is the start of the Belgrass Island chain. Mm. Not a thing. I googled it. Okay. Uh, in this scene, Michael and Jake's faces are very close
1: again. <laughs> but there's no time to think about that. I'm going to try and lose them uh, and then I'll come back for you, says Matthew Lawrence. Uh, Obviously not, says Big Lawrence Uh, I'm not jumping into the open ocean Yeah. And then Matthew Lawrence explains There's there's literally no choice So Big Lawrence and Little Lawrence are going to be marooned They jump off the ship, swim to shore Through open water, the Tiffany speeds away And the two cousins Land on the island Alright, come on, come on When we get around this point up here, I want you guys to jump off, swim to shore, and find some cover. Hopefully they won't see you. You gotta wait for me until I get back. Alright! Okay! Alright, go! So... So Joey Lawrence wakes up on the beach so I guess he fell unconscious in the sea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I um, guess so, but somehow didn't die. Somehow didn't die. So
0: he, he comes to on the beach face to face with a crab. It's implied that he lay there all night. I think, because it's like blazing sunshine, right?
1: Yeah. I don't know I, I don't know why he's unconscious because he swam he swam through not very much ocean to the beach. Yeah. And then I guess passed out from the ordeal of swimming about. <laughs> Basically.
0: yeah okay yeah so he must have he swam to the beach passed out because he was to or maybe just went to sleep maybe he didn't pass out maybe he just, <laughs> just maybe he was just well i'm tired and yeah he did like um like a cat he sort of walked around in small circles for a few times and then laid face down in the ocean yeah, and just fell asleep nestled down in the sand yeah so he sees a crab and he's scared of the crab he gets menaced, he gets by menaced. A crab. yeah um uh, so he he sits up and he's very alarmed he's presumably worrying that tommy is dead seeing as He was incredibly fortunate to come to alive in in the surf. However, it's okay because Tommy Little Lawrence emerges from the undergrowth. He's just been looking around.
1: He lives. He lives. So did, did Little Tommy see Joey? His life jacket is next to Joey, so obviously they washed up together. He took his life jacket off, left Joey unconscious, face left down him in the face edge. down in the shallows. He <laughs> was like, "Well, I'm off to explore." <laughs> he sees the menacing crab moving towards him, and he's just like, "Yeah, fine, get menaced by a crab, see if he I could have there. been pinched senseless."
0: <laughs> so, meanwhile, uh, Frakes and Co. Frakes and the fearsome
1: pirate. Fra- yeah,
0: Frakes and his fearsome pirate crew. They find a Tiffany-branded, not Tiffany, the jeweler, the ship, Tiffany coffee cup floating in the sea. It's
1: Jake's favourite coffee mug. We saw it earlier.
0: They conclude that the the Lawrence brothers must have scuttled the boat, having realised that they couldn't outrun Frakes and his fearsome, big, fast boat. But they say that they will search the entire island chain until they find them. And this is the first point at which you think, I'm not sure about this pirate crew. I don't know how good they are as pirates.
1: But I'm also not sure about... The crew of the Tiffany either, because when I watched this, I was like, oh, that's really smart by Matthew Lawrence. He's thrown a bunch of stuff overboard to make it look like he sunk his own ship. Yeah. And so they won't be looking for it anymore. But it turns out that he literally did sink his own ship. Yes. And for reasons that later he's going to say, I had to
0: scuttle it. I had no choice because they were definitely going to catch me. That aside, searching an entire island chain is a bonkers idea. Like, it's enormous.
1: But he's too big a score,
0: they say. (laughs) But like... (laughs) You've got to think about this. as, like, what's your what's your hourly rate, Frakes? Because like, he can be the biggest score in the world. You're gonna be you're gonna spend your whole life searching this island chain. Yeah, it's the start of the Belgrass island chain.
1: Yeah, just kidnap like two smaller Lawrences. Yeah, instead of the big one. Exactly, just kidnap yeah. two
0: small Lawrences in a trench
1: coat. So, meanwhile, the uh, the Lawrence cousins are exploring the island. It's deserted. No one will come for them because people think they're at a resort for a week and don't want to be bothered, says Michael. He then goes on a self-pitying rant about how it's all Jake's fault. He said he'd come back for them and he hasn't in the 15 minutes since they washed up.
0: (laughs) Tommy says that blaming people doesn't help anyone. And Michael's like, oh, did Jake tell you that? And Tommy's like, no, my dad did. And he storms off because I guess we're still doing this.
1: Yeah. (sighs) I guess, yeah, he doesn't doesn't blame the hundred horses that trampled his father to death.
0: (laughs) I can't remember if that's real or if we made that up.
1: We made better. <laughs> he said he said he he died after an illness. Oh yeah, yeah. And that being trampled by a horse That's would, an illness. would leave you pretty There's a hell of
0: an illness. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Pretty fatal. I what I've got written down here, and I watched this movie quite late, so I can't exactly remember what I was thinking, but what I've written is who will eat who?
1: <laughs> well Michael goes <laughs> to sit with um Tommy and he's he re- reassures them, we'll be okay, I promise, yep. he says. Yeah. And at this point, um, as the audience in 2023, all you know is that this film has no sequel, so they could die. Yes, for all you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. for all we know, it doesn't have a sequel. Maybe another decom.
0: Maybe Cadet Kelly is a sequel to this one.
1: <laughs> I don't... It has about as much to do with it. As, yeah, yeah, as it had
0: to, as this had to do with horse sense. So who knows? Uh, so the the two Lawrences who were, who are were stranded attempt spear fishing.
1: Yes, we smash cut to a scarpunk punk uh, spear fishing montage. Um, the Scar music is playing. What?
0: What a what a thing!
1: Yep, a Scar punk spear fishing montage. They've fashioned spears from uh, bamboo and nothing. Yeah, um, they're bad at it and catching nothing. Mm. It's basically an excuse
0: for Joseph Lawrence to thrash around in the ocean, like shirtless, shirtlessly. shirtlessly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, they haven't caught anything. Then we see uh, it, it cuts to nighttime. They have built. What I think is a genuinely really impressive shelter. <laughs>
1: like, yeah, it's it's like some sort of like broad leaves being held up by some sort of logs and stuff. Yeah. It's open at the sides, but uh, you know, it's it's it looks alright. It's a crude shelter. Yeah. They admire the view and then we smash cut to them huddled together at night under it as a storm lashes them yeah. with sideways rain.
0: They are soaked and sad yeah. in their now it is clear pitifully and yeah. not fit for purpose shelter.
1: Uh, we're told from from the on-screen. Oh, this it, is so three. good.
0: This is so good. It's like The Shining. <laughs> yeah. it's like, you know, when it when it comes in with like Wednesday, it's like it just goes day three.
1: <laughs> and yeah. it, it, Tommy is smashing a coconut on a rock and drinking the juice. <laughs> Joey Lawrence still can't spearfish. What am I doing wrong? Yeah. He shouts. I don't know, says Tommy, but I sure could go for one of Mark's steak sandwiches right about now. That's right. His journey of personal growth continues as he will consent to eat one of Mark's sandwiches now. That's right they briefly have a little
0: chat about mark tommy's sort of would-be new stepdad yeah um and michael kind of turns him around to the idea that maybe he's not so bad
1: well, michael michael says it's okay we're probably going to die on this island anyway. <laughs> so, so don't so worry don't even it. worry about it let's have a clip a clip of that i think mom seeing something oh, that's cool you don't like them do you what difference does it make we may never get off this island so they're wandering through the jungle. Tommy is describing all the snakes and spiders and crocodiles that can kill them. Yeah. Um, and it's worth noting for those who haven't seen the film, that throughout this whole thing, Joey Lawrence is wearing a banana yellow do-rag. <laughs> uh, speaking of bananas, he spots a big bunch of them. He hoists Tommy up, uh, but they're surprised by an inquisitive emu.
0: <laughs> Do you want... Why? You, 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 you... Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> you can't just say things like that. <laughs> You can't just say things like that. The
1: audience—you need to warm the audience up a bit first. You need to. But there was a film, didn't <laughs> the film was like, oh, here's a banana gathering scene, and then bam, emu. <laughs> That's true.
0: Yeah, so they're um they're doing a leg up to acquire the sweet life giving bananas that will keep them alive, and yeah, you're you're right. You know what? You're right. An emu just pops out of a bush. And startles them. Previously a stealth emu. A stealth emu is just like, bam, and scares them. Uh, And they fall and roll seemingly off a cliff. Um, (laughs) There is a reaction shot of the emu appearing to laugh in open mockery.
1: (laughs) So this island (laughs) is full of a hyper-intelligent race (laughs) of evolved emus. They can understand humour and has its own language. well. Well. (laughs) The island of the emus will never let you leave. Another fly in our spider's web. Another fly in our emu in nest. A... <laughs> That's right, we can spin webs. This emus Welcome to the forsaken the island, island, of island of
0: the emus.
1: <laughs> oh, I don't drink wine.
0: <laughs> they find a lab, an emu modification lab.
1: Yeah, the island of Dr. Emuro.
0: Yeah, inside it's all sealed up and there's just a, a skeleton in a in an yeah. office chair.
1: The older. Alex Lawrence, yeah, the older brother you never hear from anymore. <laughs> and he's written
0: in blood on the walls, run.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, so they scream and fall off a cliff, and then they land next to a kind of spooky-looking wooden carving, and a snake winds sinuously around it. Yes. Uh, they enter a cave full of ancient carvings and snakes, and I can't believe this is a sequel to a film about
0: ranchers. <laughs> God, that's exactly what I wrote. Oh, really? <laughs> Getting to their feet, they find carved ruins leading into a dense cave network. Remember, this is a sequel to Horse Scent. <laughs> <laughs> this is the point where you're like, what the heck? what the f <laughs> is going on? <laughs> Why are the two Lawrence brothers exploring a dense cave network?
1: <laughs> it's like full-on Indiana Jones yeah, kind of. Yeah. Also, oh, when ancient they temple. when they
0: roll off that cliff and land, they f- they fall onto what is so clearly a, a big yeah. squishy crash yeah, yeah, map. A big crash map. Yeah. It's covered with leaves, but like it's so obvious all the leaves kind of bounce up when they sort of flop yeah. onto it. It looks like they've landed on a trampoline.
1: Yeah, they should have landed hard on concrete. Yeah.
0: Um so anyway, so they they continue to explore the dense cave network, but then Michael sees a shrunken head on the wall and panics. As a side note I'm no expert, but I did some light Googling after seeing this film. As did I. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this practice was not something that happened in Australia or anywhere near it.
1: Pretty sure it's just a South American thing. I'm happy to be proven wrong.
0: Yep, yep. Yep. Uh, So I strongly suspect that this is some obnoxiously lazy stereotyping on behalf of the writers playing with whatever island-dwelling cannibal tropes came most readily to mind. Yeah. When the golf links were <laughs> <laughs> <flicks> <laughs> stretched <laughs> away
1: invitingly into the afternoon.
0: So there you go. So, yeah, Trunk yeah heads. I mean, my I, God. Okay, so, recoiling in horror for this terrifying sight, Michael Big Joey Lawrence sort of jerks backwards and, and plunges into what looks like a sort of bottomless pit. Yeah, as a defense mechanism, he <laughs> hurls himself into a bottomless <laughs> pit. <laughs> you can't get me in the bottomless pit. <laughs> You'd have to fall faster than me and catch me to get me.
1: Yeah. Oh no, it's doing it. <laughs>
0: But yeah, Tommy grabs him so he doesn't fall in. Yes. Uh, He pulls him up. They flee the caves, but they hear weird animal noises.
1: Animalistic noises coming from the the undergrowth.
0: What could it be? Could it be more emus hunting in packs?
1: And then out of the jungle leaps Matthew Lawrence, (laughs) who I guess was making animal noises.
0: Riding a hyper-intelligent emu.
1: (laughs) He's become their king.
0: He hasn't become their king, but that is kind of the vibe going forward, right? Jake is like sort of a natural king of the island. He is is just so good at surviving. He's just naturally gifted at this. Because being a fisherman, a deep sea fisherman, gives you all the skills you would ever need.
1: And a salt of the earth earth boat captain. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, of course, he's really, really good at living wild on an island.
1: Um so he's mad at them he says he told them to stay put on the beach yep. um although to to be fair that was 3 days ago yeah we know that they had to find shelter and food matthew Lawrence. Yeah. so i don't know what you're you are
0: you can you can't reasonably expect them to sit on the beach for 3 days because they'll
1: die of heat exhaustion yeah and then then he also says that the north beach where they made their camp is where the wind comes in so what you told you told them to yeah. stay on that beach you should stay on the
0: windiest yeah. most
1: brutal beach well, maybe he was hoping they'd die and he wouldn't have yeah. to. He could simply pick their skeletons clean. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> great. Now I'll survive by eating Joey Lawrence, yeah. the largest of those. <laughs> so it's
0: revealed that Jake did indeed scuttle the Tiffany. Um, he says, don't worry about it, though, because he's building a raft. They'll simply lie low for a while until the pirates move on, and then they'll get the raft in a freighter lane. What happens now? Okay. All right, back off, okay? I'm building a raft. Oh my. I figure we'll lie low for a while, give the pirates enough time to move on and forget about us, okay? And then we'll get in a freighter lane. Someone might see us. It's a good plan.
1: Throughout this uh, this whole scene, Matthew Lawrence is wearing the shirt that the cousins had on earlier, the one that made them look like magicians. Yeah. Um, the sleeves have been pulled off. Yes. And... Joey Lawrence initially gets mad because it was a $400 shirt, but then he realises that uh, Matthew Lawrence must have access to his suitcase. Yes. And he knows that he asked Andrew Lawrence to put his cell phone in in the suitcase. So he's like, we're saved. Yes. The cell phone is in there and it's got a satellite hookup.
0: But unfortunately, Tommy is at this point forced to reveal his terrible secret that he lost Michael's cell phone. And it just tears the group apart. They they just start roasting each other.
1: Yeah. Joey Lawrence gets mad despite it being an accident. He says they'll never get off the island. Mm -hmm despite Matthew Lawrence's raft plan. He has a huge meltdown. Yeah. And Matthew Lawrence has a huge meltdown at him because he's a rich guy with his labels out for all to see. Yep,
0: uh, Yeah. He says that he, he kind of implies that it's his fault that, that he was, you know, attracted the pirates.
1: Yeah. Being, being all flashy and throwing the cash around. Yep. So Matthew Lawrence is like, I've got food and shelter. And Joey Lawrence is like, I don't care. Come on, Tommy. We're going. But Tommy doesn't want to go <gasps> with Joey. No. Joey is appalled uh, that Andrew Lawrence wants to go and eat food and not. Go. <laughs> I see how it is. I see it all, he says. And then he wanders the scales
0: have fallen from his eyes. He yeah, oh, I, I see now. You've always prioritized staying alive over pandering to my emotions. <laughs>
1: You've always prioritized
0: food and shelter. <laughs> you and your food and shelter.
1: You and your hierarchy of needs.
0: Change the fucking record. Uh, food uh,
1: shelter i need water to live uh. Uh, warmth uh, water I you sound like you ungrateful <laughs> hey hey yeah, guess he who, who i am
0: i need water or i'll die that's right i'm okay, you have food and
1: convert it into chemical energy uh, if, you may me sick if i get too cold i die <laughs> I'm wet and I've got oh, If I don't eat all the time, I die. That's what you sound like. <laughs> you make me sick. I'm storming off into the island yeah. now, into the undergrowth. Storming off into the
0: undergrowth. So now the group is divided. How long will it be before it's open war?
1: Yeah, that's right. The new team of Andrew Lawrence and Matthew Lawrence arrive at my uh, Matthew Lawrence's beach base. Yeah, it's it's like a coconut Ritz Carlton hotel. <laughs> it, with like
0: monkey butlers. I would I would I would estimate that this shelter he's built is a day's work for a team of 10 people
1: 10 and i mean 10 well, 10 i mean training the monkey butlers alone yeah, of
0: course i mean 10 like experienced people it's like yeah. it's it's basically a jimmy buffett's margaritaville that he's sort of
1: yeah. <laughs> there's a huge margarita blender going in the middle of it. Yeah.
0: and jake's like oh this oh it's nothing don't even worry about it yeah
1: just get in my little coconut go kart, and we'll drive down to the coconut Krogers and get some some groceries for later.
0: So Jake and um, and Tommy, middle and little Lawrence, are living it up in Margaritaville
1: at the, at the, at the coconut Margarita. Yeah,
0: and we we smash cut to to Michael to check in on Big Joey Lawrence to see how he's doing. He's falling in a big mud pit.
1: Yeah, he takes five steps into the island, immediately sinks up to his neck quick quicksand. We get we get a reaction shot of a lizard laughing in open mockery. <laughs> He climbs out of the quicksand <laughs> and a lizard laughs. Yeah, a lizard's him. like. <laughs> I think like, I think the beach was probably the point at which Joey Lawrence died. And the rest oh. of the film is just his neurons firing one last that time. That would
0: make sense because the rest of the film is like him working through. Yeah. Or, or Yeah, like he couldn't. Yeah, it's him working through like what, what he wishes would happen. Some personal growth for him. Everyone starts to like him again. Actually, I think,
1: I think it must be here when he sinks in. Because in, it looks like quicksand, but he climbs right out of it. Yeah. I think what happens in reality is he sinks in the quicksand and dies because like Uh, what immediately happens after this is he sort of thrashes around in the ocean for a while (laughs) screaming, why did you do this to me, Tommy? (laughs) And then he looks up and sees a bikini clad supermodel called Heather Hit, who is shooting an ad on a nearby yacht and has come out for a jog, then says that he's handsome and asks if he's single uh a, and a reminder that throughout this entire scene he is still wearing the banana yellow
0: <laughs> and a reminder so, that throughout this scene Joey Lawrence is a producer <laughs> <laughs> that is long scene where he flirts with a
1: supermodel yeah who's not really there yeah the the producer has got some changes <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah well I thought what if there was a scene where I have where I flirt at length with a supermodel
1: the, no no not me the actor um who's who is playing the role of uh, uh, is it, oh this uh, thrusting spider young buck oh, joseph it's joseph lawrence joseph. oh yes Good actor. Yeah. Go. Glad
0: you managed to. Yeah. Get him. Glad we. Glad we bagged yeah. him. Um, Heather hit the supermodel is introduced like it's a cameo. He's like, what supermodel Heather hit, but, but as far as I can tell, she isn't.
1: Yeah, she's not not real. She's not real. Yeah. But then it's a sort of yeah a scene where he start. Then they start. But I know she, I know
0: she's not real in the film. But do you know what I mean? It's like, it's it's like she's a real. IRL. Oh yeah, it would be like yeah. Oh my god,
1: uh, Paris Hilton, Pamela Anderson
0: like. is here, and yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: some sort of like celebrity of the time.
0: Yeah, yeah. but yeah, it's weird. But yes, yeah, so maybe there was supposed to be one, but, <laughs> but then they, they were like... then they found out more about the project.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they met yeah. the producer, yeah, and, uh... But yeah. So he starts to kiss Heather, hits, yeah. and then a pig's squealing wakes him up, mm. and it's heavily implied to <laughs> while he was <laughs> so asleep, he was making, he's kissing a pig and stuff.
0: Yeah, And then we smash cut to him Cowering and shivering again in the pouring rain In another freezing night of brutal hunger Even his kissing pig has left him
1: (laughs) Meanwhile Back at the coconut margaritaville (laughs) Matthew Lawrence and Andrew Lawrence Are finishing off a meal of fresh lobsters
0: (laughs) Tommy has eaten so many lobsters That he says he
1: can't eat anymore (laughs) (laughs) Another lobster? The monkey butler will fetch you Oh I couldn't eat another bite I'll take another frozen marg. (laughs) Though,
0: oh, they are good. Yes. So they're swapping stories uh, about their dads and talking about Mark. Jake confesses to little Tommy that his dad died a year and a half ago. The gold coins that they found from a sunken Spanish galleon in Australia Mm. weren't invested at all. They were. They were all used to keep the Tiffany afloat. A reminder that this is the boat he just sank on purpose. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> they and then they both discuss that they can hear the ghosts of their fathers talking <laughs> to them all the time, yelling at them, <laughs> yelling at them constantly. Let's have a clip of that meaningful conversation. I feel like I can hear, him.
1: and just for that split second, I want to answer them back. I know it sounds really weird. No, it's not. See. My
0: dad and I build this bench on a property where we used to go every day and watch a herd of wild horses after chores.
1: That's where I hear them. Maybe the same with you and your boat. Yep. Not anymore. Then we get a bit of uh, a bit of the pirates scouring the islands, uh, and then we have Andrew Lawrence and <laughs> Matthew Lawrence. The, when we cut back to Freaks'
0: marvelous pirate gang, sure, because like because now it's counting time on screen with like boom day three, it just becomes more and more clear that Frakes is, is spending way too much time. Like Frakes, they're probably dead, right? <laughs> like, yeah, I mean you saw that the ship you sank. S- you saw the ship sank. Are you are you thinking that you ransom the corpse? Are you gonna weekend at Bernie's the, the sort of a <laughs> bloated Joey you Lawrence?
1: It... Alright, my final offer. If you want to give Joey Lawrence's corpse a proper burial, yeah. Yeah. give me a hundred Australian dollars. If you want
0: a Christian burial for Joseph. <laughs> Otherwise I'll feed him to the sharks in a very unchristian yeah. way.
1: So we get a, a bit of a shot of the raft that Matthew Lawrence has built. It's good. Oh, oh, um, oh, but it goes
0: boom, day four. Day four the The day counter is definitely, definitely implying they're all going to die. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. a day counter says to me. It's like post-apocalyptic, you know. It's like yeah, it should start. It, the movie should start with like day zero, um,
1: <laughs> Ocean Patrol. Ocean Patrol finding the corpses of the Lawrence brothers, yeah. and going, "What the hell happened here?" Yes, it's like, day one.
0: It's yeah, 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 yeah. It should st- it should start with like plus fifteen days, something, and then yeah. cut to like minus two days. My yeah, two days. Uh, title two days before jumping
1: ship but that that would be good yeah
0: <laughs> oh i see yeah so that's why they didn't do it
1: that's why they didn't do it yeah
0: <laughs> so yeah we do see the raft it looks brilliant yeah considering it's only day four this is a, a fully featured working sail ship basically
1: yeah this is the, the sort of raft you could put outside a margaritaville as a bit of sort of like color to attract locals i'll
0: tell you this it pisses all over tom hanks's Raft, yeah. which takes it in Castaway. How many years does it take him to like three years? That thing together, like that. Three, th- yeah, like three years. Him and Wilson working together, yeah. <laughs>
1: Matthew Lawrence in like three days yeah. has built like a a coconut speedboat. Yeah.
0: <laughs> He's like, oh, the, the the dance hall gala room yeah. below decks isn't yet finished, but yeah, it's all <laughs> it's all coming yeah. together. The
1: promenade deck is yeah. in, and uh, the bowling alley is on a wall <laughs> I need to fix that. The monkey butlers are scared of the
0: sea. They won't get aboard.
1: <laughs> the monkey butlers. The monkey butlers refuse to get aboard until it's blessed uh, by their monkey god. So we've got to wait on that. So Tommy asks Jake,
0: "When can we look for Michael? <laughs> Michael is dead, I think." Tommy. I mean, Michael fell in quicksand for a literal second he left. And these. now, in probably my highlight of the film, <laughs> we then we cut to Michael. He's still blundering through the jungle for like he's been there for four days now like fighting to survive yeah. hungry cold. and
1: it's a real kind of like pinwheeling from danger to danger <laughs> who like walk face first into a beehive and then fall down a hill and then fall into some quicksand some step
0: on a rake and fall on a cactus yeah. so we see him now he he has at last acquired a life-giving banana but oh no animal screeching
1: well he hears animals are screeching he, he, and he's like he, yeah. oh it's just matthew lawrence up to his old he tr- hears like <laughs> <laughs> and
0: he's like oh, It's the guys <laughs> It's the fellas it's The guys
1: <laughs> Oh boy I can't wait to see the fellas <laughs> I can't wait <laughs> <laughs> Is that you Tommy Is that you Jake
0: <laughs> Oh, How I long to
1: hear their voices
0: again <laughs> it, Tommy it's been so long Since I heard your trademark gutter all <laughs> screeching <laughs> Trademark Screeching. So he sort of blunders in through blunders through the jungle looking towards this screeching. I suppose he's losing his mind with hunger. But oh no, it's an emu!
1: He flings open some leaves and behind it is that ostrich again.
0: The emu's like got you fucker! And it chases (laughs) it chases Michael. It chases him through the jungle. It genuinely looks about three feet tall. (laughs) <laughs> at this point i had to pause the film because i was laughing a lot but in the moment when i paused it a theory occurred to me mm. i said su- i strongly strongly suspect that the script called for a cassowary yeah which are large birds native to northeastern australia that are big and scary and occasionally kill humans
1: yeah they have big like talons yeah that can they can rip you up. yeah they
0: can gut you and they're you know genuinely a threat but Man, it's probably expensive to get a, to get a
1: cassowary. <laughs> An animal handler and they're uh, yeah, quite rare, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Whereas, like, emus are just sort of around. You can probably put down a bit of emu feed and one of them all yeah, wand- one will just wander into shop. And as long as it sort of scratches and pecks at the release form,
1: yeah,
0: it's all nice and legal. As long as you don't use more than 10 seconds of it. Yeah, <laughs> you've got to use 10 <laughs> seconds of e- of the emu. And it's fair yeah. use. Actually, in this scene, there's a, a watermark over them, like diagonally across this scene across that says Ted's yeah. emu <laughs> <laughs> But Yeah,
1: also, the music while he's being chased is like sort of, oh, this is a sort of wacky thing, but it's like the ter- the terror on Joey Lawrence's yeah. face is real. Yeah. The music is like a sort of, kind of like a tango sort of. Yeah. But yeah, it's like
0: he is clearly terrified. He's running for his life. Well, you know he's being chased by a small emu, so just turn around and eat the emu. Grab mm. the emu, get some
1: emu kebabs. Going, it's all neck. It couldn't be easier to ring. Just strangle it like the pirate <laughs> was going to do to you. so back on the beach uh, little lawrence has found his his bag it washed up um his walkman is full of water yep uh but according to matthew lawrence his underwear is perfect uh for the sale of the raft yeah um but, but also in the case the... when when incorporated
0: with a lot of other clothes we should say he doesn't have like six foot high underwear he doesn't say that <laughs> So I mean, okay, at this point,
1: know. for all you know, is he's just got giant underwear. It just
0: sounds like a like a playground burn. Your underwear would make a good sale
1: for my wrath. because your butt's so big. <laughs> Andrew Lawrence so fat, his underwear is good for a sale. <laughs> but yeah, also in the case is the present from Mark. Uh, his mum must have put it in there. Yeah. Um, do you remember how in in Castaway he had that FedEx box that he was going to deliver? Yes. And he never opens it throughout the whole film. Yeah, it, it's something to hold on to, isn't it? It's hope. Yeah, it's a sort of it's a sort of a, re- a reminder of his past identity. He's a FedEx delivery man. Yeah, and if he if he doesn't deliver that package, then what is he? He's that's the sort of shred of his identity that he has with him on the island. He's, exactly. He won't open it because it, it's more than just a package. Yes. So Andrew Lawrence tears open this package. <laughs> And it is a framed photo of his dad and him on the bench uh, in pre-trampling days, in a hand-carved frame. <laughs> Like seconds pre-trampling. You,
0: Second, there's a, you there's can a blurry see. hoof
1: coming in, coming into the right of frame. All the horses are gathered, but one of them is staring directly at the camera. <laughs> and its brow
0: is furrowed. So this nice photo is in an ornate frame that was carved lovingly by Mark. Yeah. Jake gently suggests to Tommy that this ornate frame must have taken a long time to carve. Yeah. So maybe Mark actually is good
1: and isn't trying to replace your dad. He likes working with wood because he's a down-home country man.
0: Unless unless unless. Unless the photo has been in the sea for quite a long time, maybe originally Mark had cut out his face and placed it <laughs> over
1: Tommy's dad. <laughs> but he drawn with like a marker pen yeah, yeah he drawn his, himself it, over the dad but the salt water the salt it the salt water
0: away. cleansed
1: it and so now it looks like a sweet gift but yeah he or he just put in another picture of him making out with his mum yeah, <laughs> yeah. but that that detached and floated <laughs> off and the
0: original picture was was there so now jake suggests maybe they should go uh, spear fishing tommy's like oh no i couldn't eat another bite <laughs> he, Puts down the snow crab claws in garlic butter sauce. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Jake teaches Tommy
1: how to spearfish. Yeah, the shirtless younger Lawrences yep. are in the ocean. Exactly. He's teaching him to be patient. The fish will come to you, he says. Yeah,
0: not like your madcap thrashing older cousin. Yeah, right. Can't catch anything because he's too busy thinking about LA and manicures.
1: Yeah, and cell phones and being a producer. Yes.
0: So stumbling out of the undergrowth here comes michael presumably still fleeing that emu from before yeah the shattered
1: form of michael yeah his mind broken (laughs) gaunt with hunger yeah he looks down and he sees he sees that he sees the lawrence brothers spearfishing um matthew lawrence has the down-home wisdom of how to spearfish he spears a fish and then he sort of holds it up and and shakes shakes the stick around to make it look like the fish is Alive.
0: alive like a real fish yeah so michael looks down he sees that he's been effortlessly replaced. Um, by cool yeah. captain jake by a, a younger model yeah. and and he's heartbroken but then what's this he
1: sees just behind them a crocodile a crocodile <laughs> is moving towards them oh no he sees it he runs uh, the other boys don't see he starts sort of falling down a
0: mountain towards <laughs> <Yeah>. them, <laughs> screaming about a crocodile he's like scrambling now and he's trying to warn them he he does he does warn them so seeing the crocodile tommy little tommy little lawrence turns and, and runs as quickly as he can which isn't very quick because he's running through the water runs for the shore jake decides to fight and kill the crocodile for some reason <laughs> yeah. he could easily have got out of the ocean with yeah with tommy he, so he throws his bamboo spear ineffective it glances off the crocodile's scaly hide yeah then he hoists up an enormous rock and brains
1: the crocodile He just <laughs> over and over again <laughs> in kind of atavistic theory he's <laughs> Kills this crocodile. (laughs) (laughs) Slowly breaks through its skull.
0: I know, he throws a big rock and it bounces off the crocodile. The crocodile's like, goes away. Yeah. But like, I don't know why he didn't just leave the water. I mean, if you're going to fight the
1: crocodile, which he does seem determined to do, do it on land. Yeah, he wants to impress Little Lawrence, probably. Yeah. But he's like, that was awesome, Jake. And then Jake says, I don't know how awesome it would have been if Michael hadn't seen it first. So there's a thawing in their relations. Yeah. Come with us Michael We have fresh lobster Fruit yep. Tons of water A nightly monkey <laughs>
0: Oh in fact The 415's about to kick off
1: <laughs> Oh yeah You gotta catch the name When the performers are there
0: <laughs> I like how um, I like how in the post Crocodile Conversation Jake is like Well, no. The real hero is Michael, who saw the crocodile.
1: (laughs) Saw the crocodile and then fell down a
0: mountain. (laughs) I don't know. I think the real hero is the one who like brained a crocodile with a rock, like killed it with his bare hands. Yeah. Yeah. Although, as we say, probably wasn't necessary at all. Then we get another brief scene of pirates continuing to not find any of them. Yeah. It truly is very brief.
1: They must have searched a hundred islands, they say. Yeah. And the Lawrence boys arrive at the Coconut Ritz Carlton. Yeah. Um, Michael's clothes are there, and he sees a distress flare, and he looks at it. And uh, Matthew Lawrence warns him that there's only one of them. Hey, don't touch that, OK? You only have one of them. So it's nighttime again. Uh, Michael and Tommy are sitting around the fire. Michael starts talking about why Gilligan didn't force himself on any of the women he was shipwrecked with. Yeah, uh, this and- is really <laughs> odd. Like, fireside chat. He's like, well, I
0: don't understand why Gilligan never hit on Ginger or Mary Ann. And then Tommy, expertly
1: changing the subject, <laughs> what says, I- If no one finds us, it's going to be really hard on my mom, when I die? which i mean it definitely stopped the conversation so good good job but do you think
0: this is going to be one of those moments where no one's going to be with me okay but when michael sat around the fireside and he says to to the others that he never understood why gilligan never hit on ginger or marianne did you not think that it sounds a bit like he's saying we should hit on each other
1: (laughs) (laughs) well like He's stranded What I never got about Gilligan's Island. You know, there are these three super hot people. Stranded on an island. Gilligan and Ginger and... Stranded on an island. Nothing to do.
0: You'd think they No rules.
1: You'd think they'd just go at it, right? Yeah. I mean, if I were in that situation... Yeah. How about you fellas? I'd say it was... I'd say, you know, anything's... I'd say everything's okay. I mean, I'm... (laughs) I'm only joking. Unless... Unless, yeah. Do you ever... No. Do you... You? I'm... What's your stance on that whole Yeah, thing? what do you think? Yeah. Yeah, uh, question to the group. Think, I mean, it's just, you know, yeah, like devil's advocate. Yeah. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Yeah. But, you know, what if, you know, people on Desert Island, should they kiss? Should they kiss? I mean, it's the question of the day, isn't it? Everyone's everyone's asking it. Should they just kiss?
0: I actually listened to a podcast about this, I think. Yeah. And they were talking about how it's actually better for people who are stranded on a desert island <laughs> to start kissing and loving on each other. To kiss early. Like, really, as, as early. yeah, early. While they still have the stamina and electrolytes.
1: (laughs) 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 So you can see why Tommy immediately changes the subject to his (laughs) own. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So Tommy says that he feels bad that he never told his mum that he likes Mark. Yeah. But it's not surprising that he didn't tell his mum that he likes Mark because he didn't like Mark. (laughs) He
1: didn't like Mark.
0: (laughs) Until he found his special present. A special gift. Yeah. So then the film goes, DOOM, day five, which yeah. is awesome.
1: The boys are sewing a sail out of all their clothes. Yeah. Um, That's one expensive sail, says Joey Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Now all they need is a mast and a rudder. They're chopping down trees. And then they had to get the tree that they wanted. They had to go up a big cliff that they call Everest. Yeah. And Matthew Lawrence suggests rather than carrying it all the way down, they just jump off the cliff with the log and swim it yeah there. just like
0: sort of push it into the sea and like yeah swim, it, yeah swim it along the coast a bit
1: joey lawrence is too scared to jump off this cliff uh, matthew lawrence taunts him a bit but he doesn't go through with it because he says he doesn't have anything to prove yeah
0: yeah oh come on it's less than 100 feet people jump from heights way taller than that i think that's true michael
1: all right well let's see you do it then well sure but you're gonna have to go first <laughs> and, and why is that I don't think you'll do it. And I'm not about to climb all the way back up here just to grab the mast and carry it all the way back down. Let's we'll just forget about it, guys. I'll do it. So do it.
0: Trust me. No, I'm not gonna do it. Because I got nothing to prove to you. And I'm not letting Tommy do it
1: either. Sure. Okay, well, let's go. Let's get this tree
0: down. Time to make a mast. I mean, but I mean, to be fair, it's, it's an awful idea. Like,
1: yeah. it,
0: what are the odds that it's going to be fine if you jump into
1: the water, like off of this cliff? Probably the odds of it being fine of you like walking it down are basically hundred percent. Yeah, exactly. The chance of you like dashing yourself on the rocks. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't even have to dash yourself on
0: the rocks. Imagine you you splash into the water, you go really far underwater, um yeah, and then a saltwater crocodile <laughs> it just effortlessly snaps you. <laughs> he's back and he's mad. <laughs> underwater emus flood out of the coral. <laughs>
1: you part you part the seaweed and then emus down there in
0: He's wearing scuba gear. Bubbles come out of its nose. It's the last thing you see. <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have um. <laughs> oh, but like, you could twist your ankle, or even just graze your foot, and it could be yeah, a life-ending injury, infected. right? That's you it. have to be yeah, so careful. You don't careful. have any
1: antiseptic here on the well, island. I mean,
0: I don't know. Maybe the monkey butlers have opened a dispensary, or some sort of like <laughs> the a crew monkey butlers have here. synthesized penicillin.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the boys, at the monkey, <laughs> the monkey butlers are like now. Make sure you finish the chords. The boys in the lab, the, the R and D department. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, anyway, now days six, seven, eight, nine all pass quite quickly in a montage of
1: yeah, they're all learning, learning. and growing yep. and just plain having yep. fun. They're catching lobsters in underwater caves yep. and having all kinds of bonding. They're building. The, they're
0: building the sail. They're finishing the raft. It's just, yep.
1: the island is a paradise They're all having a good time Day 9, the mast is up, the raft is built Day 10, they hear distant muffled noises It's a plane flying overhead The flare, says Michael And he runs, Jake comes out uh, But too late, he realises what's happening Michael f- grabs the f- flare and he fires it The plane doesn't see it Because it's a commercial airliner <laughs> flying at 35,000 feet
0: <laughs> let's, have a, let's have a clip of their argument Because it's great Woo! No! Oh no, idiot! It's a commercial jet flying at thirty-five thousand feet. Ah, oh, we needed that when we went out to sea. If your freighter would have seen it, now just be blind luck if somebody sees us.
1: So the plane doesn't see the flare, <laughs> but who does see the flare is the pirates currently searching all one hundred islands. <laughs> which, for these Lawrence boys. which is
0: all, which is still exceptionally lucky because <laughs> they've so one of the pirates seeing this flare says too easy and i'm like yep. you've spent 10 days searching fruitlessly among the island chain i, w- <laughs> I wouldn't describe this <laughs> as too
1: easy oh, at yeah. all yeah that's true this is now like day 10 of this fruitless <laughs> search
0: these these are the most loyal pirates you could ever hope for like frakes has found a really good crew too easy. Too easy. They're like, hey, no one's like, hey, Frakes, do you think maybe we should go back to the mainland and, I don't know, rob a convenience store or something? That like... <laughs> or, or, I don't know. Like, I, you know, I, I'm a pretty good pickpocket. I got all this money in his wallet yeah. by easily pickpocketing him. It took one second and yeah. I could have done Probably it. Probably someone times. else will turn yeah. up who's rich. Let's do that again. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no. <laughs> We've got to find the bloated corpses of these <laughs> three. It's too rich a plum. Too rich a plum, yeah too easy and now because now they've seen a flare
1: yeah so luke in this film the lawrence brothers they use all of their clothing to create a sail. they do yes with which to to build a raft now if they wanted to build a sail out of like really durable hard-wearing clothing but also to signal to other passing boats that they're fans of the hottest video game franchises where do you think they should go and shop for that there's only one place they should go and it's
0: insertcoinclothing.com If you're worried that once you get into the freighter lane you're only going to get picked
1: up if the freighter in question is a big fan of Ghosts of Tsushima <laughs> <laughs> I mean if I'm a freighter captain and I see like I don't know an Abercrombie and Fitch sail I'm just driving straight over there uh, I'm not not picking that not up not even slowing down But
0: what's this? Elden Ring Oh hang on Man we love that in the games room on our freighter
1: Wait a minute is that a, is that a Yakuza t-shirt? Oh nice Is that the jacket? That's got the back tattoo of Majima from the Yakuza series on it. Ah, sweet. Slow, Slowed at the engines! Drop the slowed ladder the over engines. the side, boys!
0: Hard, hard astern! We must get these poor, malnourished men aboard and find out and talk And get them in front of Ghost of Tsushima Yeah, and talk to them about Yakuza, which we also like. They probably haven't played it for ages if they've been stranded. So, if you want to give yourself the best chance of making friends with some nerdy freighters, then you will want to head to insertcoinclothing.com. And we have been given, because we're so cool and special, a code that you, listener, listener Lawrence, can use on your online orders. And what is that code, Andy?
1: That's right. If you enter the code SHIPAppens, S-H-I-P-H-A-P-P-E-N-S, you get 10% off online orders. Codes are not applicable on charity items, bundles, gift cards, posted, and some products at launch codes cannot be combined with other deals or promotions and are valid until the end of 2023. So thank you very much to Insert Coin Clothing for sponsoring this episode and for making sure that we only get picked up by the nerdiest freighters in the shipping lane.
0: Yep, I'm running my PlayStation flag up to the top of the mast. Oh, no,
1: it's an Xbox freighter. Oh, no! And the console wars are still raging. Oh, my gosh, they're unleashing a full broadside. <laughs> a rippling broadside is tearing through the raft. <laughs> oh, no! Great, nice work, Luke. Oh. Had to go and be a Sony pony, didn't he? You're right, Xbox. So, back on the beach. This leads to a, a huge argument. yeah, yeah, yeah. Between... Yeah. Uh, joey lawrence and matthew yeah. lawrence
0: jake says that michael is pathetic screams at him repeatedly what have you ever worked for and michael has no reply even though what he could yeah. say is i worked hard to save tommy's family farm in the movie horse sense
1: well matthew lawrence hasn't seen horse Sense. oh yeah of course he? yeah he hasn't so he wouldn't know but that.
0: instead he says he admits that he's never worked for anything and he's
1: jealous actually of yeah. the other two i'm i'm 23 years old he claimed <laughs> <laughs> he said and <laughs> he says you you both
0: found something i never yeah, had you with, ranch, yeah. you with your ranch you with your fishing boat i have nothing i never i never had i to. have nothing <laughs> He he's like you you both found something they didn't find something he was born on a ranch that he had to work yeah in order to feed the family and And he was born on a boat that his dad had. Yeah, so he had to operate it because it was the only thing he could do. It wasn't like, oh man, you two are so lucky you both found your passion.
1: Yeah, it's not like uh, Andrew Lawrence bought the ranch aged five with his self-made baby money. Grew up in an orphanage and wrapped his meagre possessions up in a bindle and struck out for a ranch with big dreams of... (laughs) Big dreams of being trampled to death by a hundred horses. Yeah. So, I'm 23 years old, he lies. Yeah. Um, so- I have nothing. I never had to work for anything mm. in my life except for all the stuff I worked for in the last movie. Yep.
0: You both found something I never had to. Anyway, later, so they have this big argument. Later, Jake and Tommy, which to remind you is Middle and Little Lawrence, are walking the cliffs. And <laughs> I don't know why, maybe just walking off dinner. It's <laughs> just.
1: <laughs> <Well, laughs> yeah. constitutional. Yeah. All that garlic butter, you know. <laughs> yeah. Makes me drowsy Those, The parmesan truffle fries really
0: <laughs> Why don't we take Why don't we take these arancini balls to go
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've, got a, I've got a picture of hurricanes Let's uh, <laughs> Let's go have them on the beach So they're strolling along the cliffs They see the
0: pirates down below In the bay
1: <laughs> Smoking a cigar hand rolled on a <laughs>
0: A monkey a monkey butler is wheeling their golf clubs.
1: They're <laughs> gonna knock a few balls over the back yeah. nine,
0: <laughs> So seeing the pirates down in the bay, little Tommy starts waving and whistling because he thinks that it's help, he thinks that they're gonna be rescued. Yeah. But luckily Jake thinks quickly and wrestles him violently to the ground. <laughs> yeah.
1: Hey Jake! Look!
0: pirates are like hey did you hear whistling i don't know it's like in a video game when like a, an enemy yeah. is alerted what was, that noise? Yeah, what was that noise hmm must have must yeah must have been nothing must have been the wind yeah. so the two lads they flee for the raft and they run it out to sea tommy has a life vest that's sort of yeah important
1: joey lawrence is spearfishing um but they say get to get to the raft so they all they all get on the waves are strong uh the pirates are driving up to them in their inflatable rib boat. Yeah. Uh, and then the, the female pirate aims a flare gun at the, at the raft And it ignites the sail Boys jump off into the ocean And swim underwater to the lobster cave But Tommy can't get his life vest off The others s- swim off And Joey Lawrence is, says, I'll come back for you Yeah, uh, because they know that it's
0: Michael that the pirates want So they make the tactical decision to leave Tommy To,
1: and- sacrifice.
0: to sacrifice Tommy <laughs> The weakest, smallest Lawrence yeah, Exactly there's no meat on him so the stronger larger two may survive yeah. but they say that they're going to come back for him so the the two the two big lawrences swim for it
1: yeah um andrew lawrence is captured by the pirates yeah. uh pirate the blonde pirate dives in to look for the other yeah. two but the, those big lunged boys are hidden too well their
0: secret lobster cave is
1: too secure yeah the guitar in the background is going absolutely nuts yeah. in fact let's have a clip of that guitar going nuts
0: Yeah, it's weird it's like one of the studio musicians just
1: got bored and started soloing like wild yeah. so the pirates have Andrew Lawrence Frakes is threatening him with torture yeah
0: which is a back bit with Joey. a bit, a yeah. bit much
1: but, you know that's how you know they're serious
0: so yeah Fra- he's like Frakes is he's holding Tommy's head and he says when they hear you screaming in pain they'll come running yeah um, which pretty full-on I think is true <laughs> <laughs> if he started torturing Tommy yeah probably although actually would they even be able to hear in the lobster cave? Mm, that's true. The, the lobster cave to describe it is a kind of sort of fiberglass Pirates of the Caribbean chlorine <laughs> tank. It's
1: like the grotto <laughs> at the Playboy Mansion. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. they have like, you sort of swim through a little hole yeah. in, in the rock to get into it. And there's kind of ample breathing space and it's
1: just awash with lobsters. Yeah. Plump, there's delicious. There's a swim up bar with a monkey bartender. Yeah. <laughs> it's shaking up daiquiris. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they're planning how to get Andrew Lawrence back Do you still have that gold coin? Asks Joey Lawrence mm. uh, On the pirate's ship For which reads, small speedboat. Captive Andrew Lawrence is being forced to swab the deck <laughs> By which I mean mop the two foot square area of floor Not currently yeah, occupied I by fact. pirates <laughs> For some reason For some
0: reason the three... I don't know why I find this <laughs> so funny The three pirates have laid out a <laughs> <laughs> so there's only three of them. They've spent 10 days on this tiny boat, <laughs> sort of hunting through an island chain. And when it comes to have lunch, they are all sat around at a small table.
1: and you've got a little yeah,
0: They all sat around. and nearby there's a long table that's just covered in like fruit platters and sort of, I just can't get over that they've got a buffet. <laughs> Why
1: was, he... <laughs> it was well they probably took some of the monkey butlers captive but yeah as well, that's and true and had a doing...
0: buffet um yeah i just assume that every meal they have is a buffet <laughs> like there's only there's <laughs> only three of them i would expect them to be eating like i don't know beans from the can or something like no
1: it's <laughs> also it's a <laughs> huge breakfast <laughs> buffet of, them... of past- <laughs> continental pastries but and none fruit none of them are eating it how have they
0: kept these like cinnamon swirls fresh for the ten days yeah. that they've been searching the island chain? It just looks like I don't know. It just looks like craft services
1: or something. I assume every other day they're driving back into Sydney Harbour to like pick up pick up fresh pineapple, a fresh buffet. <laughs> That's why it's taking them so long to find them. That's how Frakes
0: keeps his crew loyal is with a a, yeah. a fruit to- the artisanal, yeah. <laughs> a great big- selection is really <laughs> get good. a big buffet every day. It must have taken, looking at it, it must have taken all morning to prepare. There are so many <laughs> sliced fruits. <laughs> the boat is listing because of how heavy yeah. the soft serve ice cream machine is. There's actually no room for all three of the Lawrence brothers because it's all watermelons <laughs> down
1: here. I'm sorry, we can't We can't go anywhere. All the engine power has been diverted to the ice machine. <laughs> And the ice sculpture will melt too quickly if we uh, yeah. if we don't have that running.
0: So anyway, so they're feasting. Tommy's are <laughs> chowing down on their continental breakfast and Tommy's scrubbing the deck. <laughs> scrubbing the one plank yeah. he can reach. While they're just popping up and down to the big glass cylinder full of Cheerios. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Michael has a scheme that involves the, the gold coin, Captain Jake's yeah. gold coin. He tells Jake that he's sorry about his boat. He's sorry about the Tiffany. And Jake confesses, I hated that boat. <laughs> he says that. He says that. I hate. The sea. I hate to see. Actually, actually, you know what? That's going to be important later. He says I hated that boat. He said that this yeah. was. He said that this this fishing thing. It was my dad's life. Living on a boat. It was my dad's life. It's not what I wanted. Yeah.
1: I think I only stuck with it for so long because my dad loved it. Yep. Now I'm finally free. That boat's been sinking for a long time, and I've been hanging on to her for the wrong reasons.
0: Damn. Since. This movie is just three boys dealing with their dads. Um, it's yeah. beautiful, really. Michael gives Jake his watch. No, wait, have I got, I've got i got that the wrong way around. Sorry.
1: Jake tries to give Michael his watch back. He's like, um, I've been blaming people for the things that I don't have, but that's not me anymore. You take this watch. But then Joey Lawrence says, I won't take it. I want you to have it. And they have a real nice bonding moment.
0: Yeah. And also that watch is probably worth quite a lot. You could... Yeah.
1: Boom. Day 11. <laughs> <laughs> Joey Lawrence is standing on the beach. The pirates see him and they drive over. Andrew Lawrence is being manhandled. Joey Lawrence has a different colored do-rag on. Michael has...
0: Yeah, where's he got that from? I, where's he getting all these do-rags? Funky Butler's running up on the that's, sewing machine. That's true, yeah. Uh, so Michael has come to parlay. The pirates pull the dinghy ashore. They're All three of them are stood there. They've got Tommy held captive. And Michael tells them that he has a way to get them 10 to 15 million dollars yeah. in gold coins. Let's hear him explain how.
1: I found a whole ton of those right here on this island. But you won't get any of it unless you promise me you're going to let Tommy go. Why don't you just tell me where I am, uh, pretty boy? Because I won't. Tommy and I figured we'd be dying on this stinking island anyway. So by shooting us, he just this out of our misery. Yeah, he shows the coin. I'm listening, says Frakes. I found a whole ton of these on the island, but you won't get any of them unless you let Tommy go. Frakes pulls a gun. Shit, says Jerry Lawrence. <laughs> 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 I didn't consider
0: I didn't consider. I didn't consider these pirates would have any kind of weapon. So How about you just tell me, he says. But then Michael Michael bluffs and says, hey by shoot, i'd like to die <laughs> he says, <by> sh- <laughs> i think dying would be a stone <laughs> to die would be a great adventure <laughs> he says <laughs> i like being shot <laughs> i like being so what do you think of that <laughs> he says my parents will only pay for me if, I re- if i'm unshot <laughs> my dad is very cl- my value decreases if i'm shot we
1: thought we'd die on this island anyway so actually he'd just be putting us out
0: of our misery yeah. So Frakes, the world's crappiest pirate, is like, yes, yeah. this sounds good. I think I'll give up all the leverage
1: I have. So he frees Tommy. Yeah. So Frakes shoots him in the leg and says, "Take me to it now, or I'll I'll empty this <laughs> gun into your genitals." He doesn't, he do, doesn't that. do. He, says, he right. doesn't
0: do that or any of the other one thousand yeah. things that he could do in his enormously superior negotiating position. <laughs> Instead, he frees Tommy, his only hostage. Yeah. And they walk off to follow Michael to... to And again, to reiterate, the plan is I have... Look, here's a gold coin. There are $10 million worth more.
1: There are 10 million of them in a cave on this island. I he say.
0: may as well have held up one US dollar. Like a,
1: <laughs> There's 10 million of these dollars in a ten, cave. We
0: found 10 million of these pieces of paper <laughs> in a cave. You want to come get them? And Franks is like, <laughs> oh, hey, dirt. Of course, I'll free you, Tommy. So Frakes decides to leave the the dude pirate with the blonde hair on the dinghy yeah, to guard, so it. that um to yeah to, to guard it. Yeah, I don't really under it. It is weird. If you're Frakes, you think you'll try at least some gunpoint truth extraction. So Frakes, understandably, is like, "Where's the third one?" And Michael says, "I don't know." Yeah. And Frake. So yeah. So then Frakes shoots Tommy in one leg. Yeah. <laughs> and says, "I'll ask you again." <laughs> where's the other one he doesn't do that so he doesn't do that. michael um uh, big joey lawrence leads the pirates inland meanwhile jake and tommy because mm. tommy has just been literally set free and has just sort of run into the jungle where he, he's where jake has sort Wondered of off. Like, grabbed him yeah. and said hey it's me don't worry there's a plan they cover themselves in seaweed don't worry it's a good plan and then they swim up to the pirate craft disguised as big lumps of seaweed
1: yeah <laughs> disguised is what looks like a saltwater <laughs> crocodile. Yeah, it's the distance. kind of thing that you would shoot or throw a rock at. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Jake pulls out the engine cable of the uh the rib boat and he also unties it from the yes. slightly larger speedboat. If you're imagining like a large yacht, it's not that yeah. at all. It's a very small, a little larger than a speedboat with a very small interior yeah. bit, I think. And the the blonde pirate, the dude, he's he's like
0: guarding the pirate's big boat, bigger boat. Yeah. yeah. My, now we cut to Michael, Big Joey Lawrence. He has led Frakes and the other pirate to the cave. Remember the cursed dense cave network in yeah. this a sequel to Horse Sense. As they approach the cave, Jonas, who's the female pirate says, I'm not going in there. It's a death cave. Let's have a clip of that.
1: I'm not going in there. It's a death cave.
0: I'll oh, give me a break.
1: The symbols, Frakes, they call them the gatherers. They were the cannibals. They cut off the heads before they strike them. Who cares? So Frakes is not convinced uh, of Jonas's claims of this being a cursed yeah. cave um, full of cannibal headhunters. Yeah, probably because it's in Australia. Yes, but he uh, Frakes is adamant. Uh, Joey Lawrence leads them into the cave. Um, where's the gold? Right over there. Go look. Go look at it for yourself. Why? Why don't you? I'll hang back here. So Frakes. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> listening to Joey Lawrence goes around a corner, freaks
0: saying, "Now, where exactly in this death cave exactly is my fifteen million in
1: gold coins?" And right there, screams Joey Lawrence, and then drops a big bunch of spooky shrunken heads. Yeah, he pulls a rope,
0: and the shrunken heads fall down. Again, a lazy and obnoxious stereotype.
1: They go ah, yeah, and they there you
0: go. Uh, ah. In the confusion, and then a few things happen. And- Uh, the coin the single authentic coin that michael used to lure them into this scheme falls on the ground and then michael throws jonas and frakes over the edge into that bottomless pit from before except now it's not bottomless it's really
1: badly hurts jonas he like pushes her off a super high ledge onto some rocks i'm I'm sure it's the same bit of set as before she's like very badly where
0: where he was like hanging and dangling and like ah what am i gonna do i'm gonna die but now they're just sort of like Jonas and Frakes are just stood in the bottom. It's about four feet deep. Well,
1: yeah, Jonas
0: is sort of lying hurt quite badly on the
1: ground, and Frakes is. Oh yeah, she, oh yeah, she's dead for sure. Yeah, he's sort of holding on. Frakes has grabbed the ledge, so he's hanging on. Joey Lawrence tries; to, uh, he grabs the coin as he runs, but then Frakes trips yeah. him and climbs up, and he's now giving chase. So there's now a foot chase happening between Horse Joey Sense. Lawrence back, and on the the bo- back on the boat, back on the boat. Tommy and Jake attack the the dude pirate. The blonde pirate. I'd like a pizza to go, please, says Andrew Lawrence. <laughs> and then Matthew Lawrence swings in and kicks him in the face. And now the Lawrence brothers are battering this pirate to death. <laughs> what, what do you mean a pizza to go? That's not. He should have said that like, oh, yeah, I think you'll get a kick out of this. Or um, get ready for swash, to swash feel the long this. arm of the Lawrence. Or
0: yeah. I don't know. Or, or, or so you like piracy, do you? Well, illegally download this kick. And then, yeah. bam. Okay. Well, you know what? Maybe the pizza <laughs> line isn't so bad.
1: <laughs> no. Good. <laughs> now that we've workshopped it, I can see how they <laughs> landed that, there. Now that I thought about it, yeah. So they batter this pirate and then knock him overboard and steal the boat. Uh, he swims up to the inflatable, sees that the cable is cut, and he's defeated. He's frustrated
0: because he's been outwitted by two young men. But, he I mean, he doesn't know that they're salt of the earth real. Yeah that
1: they're so real real americans he doesn't know that they're real americans who work with their hands and live on ranches and boats
0: so meanwhile cut back to michael big joey lawrence who is just running from Frakes. he's running on the beach Frakes is about five feet behind him and has a gun but has a
1: gun (laughs) but but never fires it once
0: and at this point, it's clear yeah. that there is no 10 to 15 million dollars worth of gold coins because he took him into the death cave where he promised there would be some. And then he and just then he did a Halloween Horror Nights haunted house jump scare on him and then ran off. Tipped him in a hole. <laughs> so. yeah. Meanwhile, on the big yacht. Oh, we should say earlier on in a bonding moment, Jake and Michael, they, they made an agreement. Michael, Michael said to Jake, look, the important thing is that we, we have to save Tommy. The important thing is we save Tommy. And if that means you don't save me or that I'm in danger, yeah. just, get Tommy, just get Tommy off this island and away from the pirates. That's all.
1: the Chance ever comes up. Yep. make sure he gets to safety. It doesn't matter about me.
0: Exactly, and this is how Jake knows that Michael actually is, you know, good and like he is at the end of yep. Horse Sense.
1: So the boys on the boat they see um, Frakes chasing yep. uh, Joey Lawrence along the beach. Um, Jake
0: wants to keep his promise and leave Michael to die. Yes, um, but Tommy says, "No, no, don't, don't, don't give up on him. Let's."
1: He didn't abandon me, and we shouldn't abandon him. Says the good and true Andrew Lawrence. Aww. Please. He pleads. Oh, he's so so sweet. Matthew Lawrence shouts to Joey Lawrence, go to Everest. Yes. So now now we know the plan. Joey Lawrence um, takes the same route as before, but this time he's knows to jump the quicksand. Frakes doesn't know about it and falls in, so he's gained some time. Michael makes it to the top of Everest, and his only hope now is making the jump that he was too scared to do before. <gasps> he steals himself. Trust me, he says, which is what Matthew Lawrence said to him earlier. And then in slow motion we see him make the giant leap into the ocean.
0: Oh splash. Frakes is furious. He's at the cliff edge. He tries to shoot him in the water, but his gun is full of quicksand. It's full of quicksand. Somehow, the music is ludicrously dramatic as, yeah. as Frakes screams. Let's just no yeah. screams. Frakes. It's a good no scream. Let's hear yeah. it. No! Oh, damn! It is good.
1: So Michael swims out to the boat. The boys are all happy. He climbs aboard. Uh, they now have the pirates' little speedboat. We did it and they all hug.
0: Jake radios it in from the pirates' radio. Yeah. Uh, lets, let's everyone know that they're okay. And they get back to port to find that their parents are there, having presumably been yeah. flown out for corpse identification.
1: <laughs> Michael's dad and Tommy's mum are there in Australia. Yeah. She, I mean, we already know that Tommy's mum has severe financial difficulties. Yeah. So, yeah, this is basically un- unreasonable.
0: The parents are really calm really calm yeah like they are so chill they're like hey good to have you back but let's remind ourselves of what's happened they lost their children for 10 days uh-huh. certainly would have thought and probably been told by some authority figures they are most likely dead yeah then found out oh actually they are alive but they were attacked and chased and pursued by murderous pirates and crocodiles and emus and crocodiles and emus for the best part of a fortnight uh-huh. so like they're probably not coming back the same you know yeah and
1: andrew lawrence's cholesterol is through the roof <laughs> the, rich, <laughs> the rich food <laughs> and the cigars he's been smoking his lungs are ruined <laughs> <with> these
0: cigarillos <laughs> So, uh, but no, everyone's fine. The parents are all chill, and we cut to everyone having a lovely big lobster meal. <laughs> I'm surprised that Jake and Tommy can manage any more lobster.
1: Well, they they don't. They're eating hamburgers. Oh yeah, um, yeah. You can see on their plates. But they they so the boys introduce Jake. To their families Before this They've all sort of Happily reunited With their families And Jake is just sort of Watching this Like a Victorian ghost But they're like Hey we'd like to Introduce you to Jake He saved our lives And dad is like Well Jake You'll come for dinner Of course Yes of course So th- um so they're all sitting Around eating dinner Michael isn't there But he walks up And they say Where have you been And he says Let's just say Preparation has met Opportunity <laughs> In a sort of Weird way that makes it Sound like he just Took a big shit Or something <laughs> <laughs> Like honestly That's what it sounds like Well I mean you know He's been Ten days eating yeah. nothing but like
0: bits of coconut and bamboo. If you walk
1: in from off camera and sort of like basically yeah. slaps his belly and goes, "Well, let's just say preparation has met opportunity." <laughs> Do you mean you
0: stole food from someone's table?
1: <laughs> no, apparently he's created a job opportunity. Oh my god, this that...
0: this is absolutely wild. So yeah, he reveals that they were going to put the pirates' boat up for auction. Yeah. However, there was some reward money that the brothers claimed Cousins. for for bringing frakes in. And Michael decided, made the executive decision to use the reward money to buy the pirate's boat.
1: Yeah, the reward money that Bye rights is split between the three of them because they all bought in the pirates. Yes. He didn't tell anyone about this money. No, what he's done with it is spend all of it on
0: a boat. And he says, we're all going in on a charter business.
1: That's right. We're renaming this pirate boat Tiffany 2. Yay. Jake is the captain. And we're going to be partners. Remember earlier today, Jake, when
0: you said that you didn't actually like (laughs) living on a boat and that it wasn't your dream at all? You hate the sea. Well, good news. I've taken your reward money and reinvested it in another Tiffany. In a much, much smaller boat. Yeah. And yeah. what
1: kind of tours are you going to give on this (laughs) rinky-dink? Like The old one had like three decks and sort of living quarters and stuff. I haven't seen Inside the Pirate Ship, but it is markedly smaller at least half the size of the tiffany one. also
0: brilliantly michael then goes on to explain how this this incredible three-way business is going to work <laughs> and the way it's going to work is he and tommy are going to go back to america and jake is going to do everything do all
1: of the work <laughs> it's so uh... he says dad dad i want to pay you back the money out of my share of the profits of this business. <laughs> and he, and his dad says, oh, will you be moving to Australia? And he's like, Pffats. absolutely not. The dad says, oh, will this, will this be profitable? It doesn't sound like it will be. I'll be letting Matthew Lawrence work his ass off and I'll be creaming off 30%. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just be taking 66% out of the country. Well, Matthew Lawrence does all that. And then yeah. Matthew Lawrence is pathetically grateful for this. Yeah, he, he, just, he spends the whole conversation staring at a crappy baseball cap that says captain on it. Yeah.
0: He's like, wow. He was a captain before. Really? I get to drive tourists around in this crappy tiny boat and take home an entire 33% <laughs> of the profit, which I'll remind you entire- is not going to be anything for ages because they had to spend a lot of money to buy this boat. So like, they're not starting from zero financially. they It's
1: going to take a lot of chartering to make that back. Yep. It's an incredibly poor deal for Matthew Lawrence. A partnership it is, says Joey Lawrence And then we fade out On a shot On a shot of the Tiny rubbish boat And then the fucking music Starts again <laughs>
0: i tell you place plays more than Ten seconds here
1: <laughs> Well the movie was over How are they going to Shut
0: it down Yeah that's true yeah. yeah Try and get Michael Eisner He actually left Soon after the movie started He's yeah. Long left the movie theatre Movie theater. This thing yeah, yeah. was never in a movie theater. Yeah. So that is jumping ship. The canonical sequel to Horse Sense. This, <laughs> I can't believe it's a sequel to Horse Sense. Unbelievable. Um, it's a weird one. This. It's very, very fun. Mm. Because I mean, as we discussed with Horse Sense, the Lawrence brothers all have a fairly immense amount of on-screen charisma and yeah, chemistry. incredible screen presence. Yeah, incredible well, screen presence. All yeah. you're rooting for all three of them. It it really works. It's such a bizarre
1: premise. And it really has to sort of bend over backwards to justify the premise. Yes. It's like it's really hard to get them in a situation where they're stranded on the island being chased by pirates. It's
0: it's just like recapping it there. It's like we're halfway through the episode before they actually are on the island because there's loads of runtime on the bloody boat, on the bloody Tiffany 1.
1: Because it's a DCOM, it has to have a sort of like subplot about Someone learning or growing or coming to terms with something. And it's Andrew Lawrence coming to terms with the death of his father, which he already did in the first movie.
0: Yeah, and Joey Lawrence, Michael, big, big Joey big brother coming to the exact same revelation that he did in in horse sense
1: that he needs to work hard for a living that he needs to work hard and and put the hours in and then at the end of the film he becomes a silent partner in a cruise company where he isn't going to do any work exactly oh no but he says to his dad oh i'll happily take that file clerk job i need to work my way up if i'm ever going to be partner if i'm ever going to be the nepotistic partner in my father's law firm yeah yeah if i'm ever gonna
0: if i'm ever gonna achieve that impossible dream (laughs) yeah yeah i I reluctantly yeah, do
1: a token year in the mail room i reluctantly accept this extremely yeah. lucrative opportunity but i will be augmenting my lifestyle with all the hard work that matthew lawrence will be doing down here in australia
0: he'll probably be the only one in the mail room who has 33% of an australian charter business that's true like wow that must be a lot of work
1: no yeah right yeah it probably is for matthew lawrence yep Cut to Matthew Lawrence killing a crocodile with a rock. (laughs) Captain Jake dragging a tourist out of the clutches
0: of a killer emu.
1: (laughs) Captain Jake's very first charter. He gets pursued by pirates and shipwrecked on an island.
0: (laughs) How does this keep happening? Oh, my God. All right. That was Jumping Ship. It really, I mean, for me, it really lived up to expectations. I mean, we hyped this one up a lot, but I've had a wonderful time
1: recapping it. I don't know how we both remembered it having a a, a rocket-propelled grenade launcher in it. All I can think
0: is that it was the bit where maybe they fire a flare, because that does have, like... No, there
1: was definitely an RPG But,
0: like, maybe we I don't know. Must be a different movie. Yeah. I don't know. I definitely remember a rocket-propelled grenade being fired. Yeah. So... Oh. Uh, Can I read you an email? Yes, please. This one comes via Ben. Ben, thank you very much for your email. Andy, you're going to be psyched about this one. Okay. Hello, MCC crew. Hello. This might be mildly interesting to you, but funnily enough, I have exactly one memory of Dactyl Nightmare. Oh, the VR game
1: from First Kid.
0: Exactly. In seventh grade, I was on a group trip to Disney World and Epcot, RIP Norway Trolls Ride, was doing a big display about video games. Of course, they also had to have the cutting edge of VR technology, and so in 1997, I had my only experience playing Dactyl Nightmare. It was, says Ben, actually worse than it looks. <laughs> How? I, I can't believe it's worse than it looks. It looks awful. It
1: looks like the worst game ever
0: made. Ben says, I spent the entire five minutes with it, trying and failing to shoot the pterodactyl. <laughs> After that, we went back to the Magic Kingdom and my little brother got so scared during the extraterrestrial alien encounter that he threw up on himself. Good time. Thanks for the podcast, Ben. (laughs) Thank you, Ben. (laughs) I really enjoyed the coda to that story. Thanks. Thanks, Ben. That's brilliant. So there
1: you go. Dactyl Nightmare. I'm just imagining like the the, the pterodactyl is is sat there on a stool, like smoking a cigarette. (laughs) And he's just like walking around in circles trying to to shoot shoot it. All the bullets just sort of slowly... Just picking in like walls. two
0: frames, kind of. Bloop, 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 going yeah. Uh, you can find footage of Dactyl Nightmare on YouTube. Um, and when you watch that, you'll think this can't possibly be worse than it looks. So, yeah, pretty impressive. Thank you, Ben.
1: So yeah. there you go. It turns out it is.
0: If you want to get in touch with the podcast, you can. Lucky you, you can do so by emailing momcan'tcookpod at gmail.com. And of course, we would
1: love it if you would give us a five star review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yep, you can also write reviews of this episode on Spotify now. You can write episode reviews. So maybe let us know what you thought of this film or who your favourite Lawrence brother is.
0: And don't forget that if you want more Mom Can't Cook in your life, if you can't bear the thought of waiting an entire fortnight to listen to me and Andy talking about something that happened on the Disney Channel in like 1999, then you do not have to wait because you can become a member of the good church of Mom Can't Cook extra helpings uh, by going to patreon.com slash extra helpings and finding all of our bonus episodes where we're recapping so weird which is so choice
1: which is something that happened on the disney channel in 1999 andy what decom are we doing next time in a fortnight the decom we're doing next is stuck in the suburbs yes in 2004 so good read you the description now yes please from disney plus Brittany Ahrens is a regular teenage girl bored with her predictable life in the suburbs. But all that changes when pop singer Jordan Cahill comes to town and accidentally switches phones with her. Brittany teams up with her best friend Natasha to get it back to him and along the way discovers that the life Jordan leads isn't the one he wants, but what his record company wants for him.
0: Oh, now you're probably thinking, how can a decom with its low production values possibly tell the story? Of a massive pop star in two thousand four? Mm. And the answer is it can't. <laughs> <laughs> so let's find out how it goes when they give it the old college try. So look forward to Stuck in the Suburbs next time on Mom Can't Cook. Yeah. Don't forget to check out our Patreon if you want more Mom Can't Cook in the
1: between weeks. That's right, get your bonus episodes. Uh we will see you next time for Stuck in the Suburbs. In the meantime, Luke and I will be on an island building a coconut margaritaville. Who's in? Yes. Well, I'm in. I hope. Well, I mean, if the monkey doorman lets you in, oh, not wearing those shoes, <laughs> they're flip flops, obviously. Yeah. Well, get some proper coconut shoes like I'm wearing. Get <laughs> the the monkey cobbler. He'll he'll run you off a fair. Oh. He says he's shut. It's Sunday trading hours. Yeah. Well, that's what, That's what he says to people he doesn't
0: like the look of. Oh man! It's, it's... Wait, what do I need to get into the monkey cobbler? This <laughs> it sounds like
1: an adventure game from the nineties. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> of it